With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Yay! Recorded live. There is your recording. Thank you, Mike. Today is uh, 6-6-2016, and it's Mike's call. And Leo and Mike, continue. It's it, You guys are on a roll. Thank you, Mike. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Just about everything I do now, I find the shortest, simplest, foolproof way of doing it. Yeah. I see the bank one. Um, uh, let me just try to find the stupid email. Oh, I wrote, because um, the bank, five years ago, I got a mortgage at, at this this bank, right? And they said, well, open up a, a, a checking account so we can take the money out of your checking account. And I said, well, I don't want to pay fees, blah, blah, blah. They said, no, no, if you just keep $1,000 in the checking account, you won't get any fees. So I put 1000 bucks in, and then every month I just move enough money to pay, like, you know, I keep the 1000 bucks there, and, and I move X amount of money in a few days for my mortgage, and they take out the mor- my mortgage. So all I keep in there is basically 1000 bucks. And then on uh, April 30th, they start, and normally they charge me a, a monthly fee, then they reverse the monthly fee because I keep a thousand bucks in there. So mm-hmm. then in April, they, they, they start charging me this monthly fee and then reverse it. So then I just emailed the, the branch manager and I said, uh, I have been getting a quotation mark branch transit service charge discount of blah, blah every month since I opened my account. And I wrote the account number and a card number. But I did not get this uh, branch transaction service account, whatever, for April 30th. Please credit my account number, Baba, by this amount and let me know why this ever happened and how we can make sure it does not happen again. Kind regards. So I just emailed that to her. She replied back saying that she forwarded the email to one of her employees. And then the next day, the employee phones me and says, yeah, we we'll reverse everything. Uh, and uh, and then so then this month since now I have supposed I have to keep two thousand dollars in the account to get this waiver, so I, I moved a thousand an extra thousand in, so now I have two thousand in the account. And but this month I got I got re, recharged again because it was in the middle of the month when I moved the the extra thousand. So yeah. then I just I emailed her this morning or I think I emailed her on Sunday, like last night. So I just wrote as per our telephone conversation. We had agreed you would also credit the amount of blah, blah, the service fee for May 2016. Since this conversation, uh, since this conversation, the end balance of my, or the, the end day balance is more than 2000 And I wrote, thank you for your understanding. And then she just replied this morning, done. So she credited this month, like this month also. So it's kind of funny, like keeping it short and not, and not, uh, you know, getting into, you know, I got a mortgage, blah, 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 whatever. You know, yeah. just, I don't know. It, 
it just it just seems like keeping everything short and simple seems to work. Yeah, the more you ramble on, the more <clears throat> the more stuff you give them to attack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have a, a CRA thing that they sent me, so I just replied to that. But I don't know if it's going to work yet, so I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> there's another <laughs> little one. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what do they call that? Uh, don't count your eggs where they hatch, or whatever. Don't count your chickens where they hatch. Yep. But those uh, the CRA ones, like the. It seems like whatever the letter they send you, it's like a uh, a form letter. Eh? Like it has, it, it, it's never anything. Uh, it's it's like they they cut and copy paste type of letter, right? Yeah. It's funny. So I was going to ask you, did you fill out your census this year? Or? No, actually, I uh, I found one in the mailbox. I. Uh, I don't remember. Actually, it didn't even say. Like, uh, I think usually stuff like that it says to resident or occupant or something, but it, it didn't even. It wasn't addressed to anyone. Okay. It said on, it said on the outside something like, uh, "Fill in the census. It's the law," <laughs> but it's not even to anybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, if like, did you open it where it says like? how many, every word they use, it's every word that Charles McDonald, you know, they talk about the person, the resident, the this, the that, like, you know, they don't, it's kind of silly. Yeah, I didn't even open it. <laughs> so you just, what, throw in the garbage or send it back, or? No, I, I still have it, I forgot, I, uh, I'll uh probably just send it back and say, who is this addressed to? Okay. Because I think those envelopes, they all have their own individual code, eh? Like they have a whatever. So I wonder if they track it that way. Yeah, I was also thinking of writing back whose law or which law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Uh, I don't know. I find it funny. Here, for some reason, like, you know, I have a gate before coming into my yard, right? Like, I have a gate at my yard there, about 600 feet from the house. They yeah. didn't mail it to me. They didn't do nothing. They hung it on my gate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time they've ever done that. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe somehow I'm, I'm known to people or known to the system or... Go mail this census to the compound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but literally it was like, like it was in a plastic bag, and it was just hung on on the fence, on the on the gate. I was like, whatever. <laughs> it just know. makes me laugh. They treat it like such a joke. They just stick it in a bag and hang it on a fence or something. But they put right on it, it's the law. Yeah, yeah. It's like no name on it. Yeah, it's it's not addressed to anyone. It's I don't know. It's just ridiculous. It's the law, though. Yeah. Anybody can walk by and grab it. The wind can blow it off. No big deal. But it's the law. Yeah. But in their system, they can throw you in jail for. I mean, don't they have retarded rules where you have to like? 
in their in their minds or in the legal system mind or legal society, whatever? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. But years ago, I made the mistake of um, taking the name off of the uh, voters' registry. Okay. So I don't, I don't even think I qualify anyway. Isn't that just to vote? For for the census? Yeah. No, no, I think it's for, I don't know, I think they allocate, let's say, they have like a million dollars to allocate between the 10 provinces, then they'll say, this province has X amount of people, so they'll allocate more people, more money there or whatever. It's for their accounting, isn't it? Yeah, I don't it know. Be. I've never really paid that much attention to it, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know, but I know a lot of things happened last month. There was like census, banking, and more employee stuff. And I'm like, holy man, it never ends. So I'm still wondering uh, about my issue and whatever, but my other issue there, I see if I should start sending out bills and stuff like that, but I'm I'm still still uh, learning and studying and making sure that before I start anything aggressive that I know exactly what I'm doing. So. Yeah, just, know, every, the... just every once in a while, I'll send old Carly a letter. A little hey, how are you? Ask her a stupid question. Just <laughs> keep her on the hook. <laughs> yeah. Just send her a small bill of two hundred dollars. Oh, by the way, I had to do this. So whatever. Because <laughs> what I'm I'm thinking is, if I don't send out bills, then there's no damages in a sense, right? Like I almost have to send on a bill and say, okay, well, there's a, you know, you know, it cost me an extra hundred bucks here because of you. So, you know, and then, and then eventually I can add all these up to all these different characters, right? Yep. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be like big bills, but it could be like little bills. And then that way I have say, oh, well, I'm not arguing what they did was wrong. I'm just saying that they're in dishonor for not paying their bills. Yep. Right in a sense. So, and then I could do that. Let's say I have ten characters. You know, the ten people who've been harassing me for the past year. I can send like you know, every couple of weeks a different bill to a different character, a different actor, or a different yeah. woman, man. But I mean, I mean, you know. But the thing is, you wanna but. you wanna keep it kind of small and simple. You don't wanna have like 10 issues with 10 people all at the same time. Yeah, 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 okay. See, I was, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, yeah. So I guess I could send one bill to one person and then then do the test run with that person or that woman, man, whatever, and then... uh succeed or fail, then go to number two, woman, man. Yep. And get my process down packed. Yeah, you could go for the easiest one first or the smallest one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
just every time you uh every time you get better move one step up yeah Well, it's kind of uh, kind of fun, but now it's way more relaxing this year than it was last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's like the thing with the landlord; it uh, gets a little stressful and crazy for a bit. But I pretty much just—I had a mission. I just stuck to it, and whatever happens, happens. But I think. Uh, I think just calling his bluff and standing my ground, I think he figured he lost. Now he's going to have yeah. to start being real polite. Yeah, because for him, let's say to take you to court would cost him something, right? Like he'd have to, wouldn't have to do a, a filing fee or whatever. Or, like it's yeah. not free, right? Yeah. And then he'd probably have to hire a lawyer because he wouldn't do it by himself, right? So then he'd have to, the lawyer costs and whatever costs, right? But if he talks to a lawyer, his lawyer's going to say, dude, you better settle with this guy. You better request mediation or something. This guy's going to clobber you. Yeah. I guess one thing you could, one would have back him off. Well, to make him, you could say to him, well, I'm, I'm uh, you know, you seem to be harassing me, whatever I'm done dealing with you, I'd rather deal with your lawyer. And then you could send a few, if as soon as his lawyer contacts you, and then you could send a few good letters to him to really show his lawyer that. Yeah, I, uh, my usual trick, though, is telling his lawyer to piss off. Like, if, I, if I'm dealing with somebody in private and I get a lawyer from their letter, I just mail a letter to their lawyer and say, uh, I don't know who you are, I have no contract with you, are you meddling in a private contract? Yeah, yeah. yeah but, if, but if this private guy is sending out goons, then I guess that's one way. Well, I guess, yeah. I'm trying to turn to. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, so those are my only three common law stuff. I don't know if anybody else has anything, but. I guess three in a month is good enough. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so how's Vital? I heard Vital did a bit of uh, what's it called? That hotel, that Gray Bar Hotel, or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, the contempt. Yeah, I think it was only for yeah. for an hour, a couple hours, or something. Okay, because he was saying he was in a hospital and couldn't get the court or something, or he was. Oh, that was probably his brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a while ago. I'm getting my stories mixed up then. Yeah, they, um, I forget the whole story with Vital, but, uh, they, like, this case they got against them is just complete and utter nonsense. I don't think there's an actual case. They're just bluffing. So he called their bluff, and they, they're pissed. I don't think they know how to handle it, so they just nailed them for contempt immediately. As soon as, almost as soon as the hearing started. Okay. They, they um. They Is that the one with the with the van there? At Walmart. I, 
I no no. It's, it's, I think this is a bylaw thing about cars on his property or something. Oh okay. Yeah yeah okay yeah yeah. But um, <laughs> he uh, a, a, apparently the judge found him in contempt for not giving his name and date of birth to probation, except that he's not on probation and there's no order and there's nothing at all on paper about probation. So they they threw him in jail for contempt. Then they brought him out and removed the contempt all by themselves for no reason. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Okay, you held me in contempt. You didn't tell me what the contempt was for. There's no document. And then you just magically made the contempt go away. Hmm. That's a big trespass. And normally, if you're in contempt, that's because they have jurisdiction over you somehow, or they they believe they did. Yeah. So did he do like I don't understand? I don't understand, or they just didn't even ask his name? They just kind of. Yeah, I think it was pretty much what probation? Oh, contempt. <laughs> I don't <know>. Okay. There's <laughs> <laughs> like screw you type of thing. Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. On the um, on the summons to court they sent them, they had uh-huh. three charges. No, they had, I think they had four charges, and apparently he was he was charged with. The, I guess they're all four of the same count, but the count was six 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 miscellaneous Munich vial. Hmm. It, it didn't say cars, abandoned cars on property. It didn't say driving without a license. It just said 666 miscellaneous Munich vial. <laughs> wow. So you can't so just, read it or different. Yeah. But uh, I said, the, I, I just started laughing. I said, I would just send them, uh, I'd send it back to them and just say, this is complete and utter gibberish. No such thing exists as a six 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 miscellaneous Munich file. Yeah. Fucking looked looked on the internet, couldn't find one anywhere. You guys bullshitting me or what? But I think that kind of made them mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see it's kinda of weird because I'm like I hear people in the States, I probably the same thing in Canada, but here on, on my farm, I have some some cars, or I have some trucks that I use that they're not registered, not insured, not, you know, there's no plates on them or whatever, and then I have trailers that are not registered, whatever, right? But I use them on my farm, and it's on private property, and I don't go on a public road, but I use it, like, you know, from point A to point B on my farm. Like, I don't cross any public road. It's Everything is on the private land. So I would find it really funny if an RCMP would come here and say, well, this truck isn't registered and this trailer isn't registered, whatever. I'd tell them, like, you know, it's on my farm. It's, you know, it's not a truck. It's not a trailer. It's my property. What, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, for Vitalik having property on his property... Well, who cares if it's registered or not registered or if it's parked there, right? Well, it's the same question as property taxes. 
Greetings, Bob. Whose property is it? Yeah, if it's my property, who cares? Yeah. It's like that old movie. I, I wish I knew what the movie was called, but uh, the cops knock on the on the castle door, and the servant opens the door, and he says, yeah, we found the body of a dead girl on your property. And the guy says, well, tell me, Captain, were you and your men trespassing or poaching when you came across the body of the dead girl? Basically, exactly. you guys trespassing on my property. You had no right being here to find the dead girl. So take yeah. the dead girl when you leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's funny, so... the, landlord, the landlord got nailed with um, an order to cut his grass and everything. And he tried to tell me, he, he tapes a, a copy of the order he got to the door. And it's, and it's typed out clearly weeds and tall grass. Mm-hmm. And it's actually weeds and tall grass are underlined. And then it talks about garbage and rubbish or garbage and um, debris. Yeah. And then so he, he tapes the order to my door and tells me because of the order, I have to get my plants out. I'm like, you fucking moron. It doesn't say anything about tomato plants. It doesn't say anything about <laughs> flowers, rakes, shovels. <laughs> So leave the tall grass, you freaking moron. Just garbage <laughs> and rubbish, garbage and debris. Yeah. So, it, are you, is he saying that you're supposed to cut the grass, or it's his responsibility to cut the grass? No, it's his responsibility to cut the grass. But because he oh. got an order to remove the grass and tall weeds and the garbage and debris, he's like, "Oh, that means your plant." <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a retard! It just makes me laugh because I actually seen this bylaw guy twice. He parks in front of the house. He walks up the driveway. He stands at the back gate. He knows better than to open the gate and walk in. He's mm-hmm. still he's still trespassing as soon as he steps on the driveway. But he thinks nobody knows any better as long as he doesn't go in. So he just yeah, walks yeah. up to the backyard. He looks over the gate and says, Oh, there's a kitchen chair. There's a pile of bricks. There's a bunch of weeds and tall grass. And he writes up the order. And he probably takes a picture. But the landlord has no idea that he can just write, Greetings, Bob. The fuck are you doing on my property? How the fuck do you know it's in my backyard? You trespassing goon. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that doesn't make... Like, so, let's say... I have tall grass on my farm. You're saying a bylaw officer could tell me to cut my grass? Well, if you're a resident living in town and the town bylaw states that, then probably, yeah. Oh, my God. No, but I'm trying to picture it as my farm. Like, who would have the guts to tell me to cut my grass? Like, it's Um, silly. The landlord jumped. (laughs) As soon as he saw the order on the door, he fucking jumped. He was here immediately. Oh. He was cutting the grass. He was picking up all this shit. Oh my god! See like my it, uh, like yeah, it talks ahead. about it talks about indoor furniture too. This order, like if mm-hmm. I have if I have a chair outside, it's an outside chair, an outside chair, and it is now used for outdoor use. Mm-hmm. So he says, oh, you got outdoor furniture outside or you got indoor furniture outside. 
well, it's my property. I'll use it how I wish. If I use it as outdoor furniture, it's outdoor furniture. Yeah. That, so that, reminds me, that reminds me, because my, my, uh, my mom and her boyfriend, they live in Edmonton, and uh, he had put a, like a security camera on a tree branch pointing towards the front of their door. So it was like not on the house, but it was on the tree that's on their front yard type of thing, right? Yep. And I guess a bio, bio officer came by. This happened like two, three weeks ago. Bio officer came by and and told my mom's boyfriend, you got to take that camera off the branch because that branch is not your branch. It's the Edmonton, city of Edmonton's tree or whatever. Like it's the, the tree is like, between the sidewalk and the property or whatever, so I guess it's not dirt tree, it's a city's tree, right? So, so and I guess the officer said, if you don't take off the camera, uh, we're going to charge you a thousand bucks. So he he took the camera off. So my mom phoned me, and I said, well, you phone back the city and tell them to cut the branch because that branch is is overhanging on your property, right? <laughs> so she did that within the same day. The city was there and they cut the branches down. To you know, for so they don't overhang over over property. And I was thinking, like, you know, it's kind of stupid. Like, it's a you're going to be charged a thousand bucks for hanging a camera on a branch pointing towards your front door. You know, for well, security, you, right? You know what you do? Now you send them a bill for a thousand dollars for removing the pro- the property, and then you order them to show that they do that some man or woman named the city of Edmonton do in fact own that tree. Exactly. Who? Yeah, that's a good point. Who would own? Like, who is the city of Edmonton? It's it's all the people that live in Edmonton. Not there's no entity, right? There's no man well, or woman called city of Edmonton. It's everybody who no, lives there owns the trees. See, you're presuming you're presuming everybody that lives there owns the tree. I'm presuming there's a corporation called the city of Edmonton, and property can't own property. Uh, okay. The property, the city of Edmonton is property. It's a corporation. Yeah. So, so you're 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 presuming whose tree who whose tree is it then? Yeah, I, 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 you claim that it belongs to the city of Edmonton. Okay, show me the receipt. Show me the bill of sale where Mr. and Mrs. City of Edmonton bought that tree. Ah, put it on them to prove it. Yeah. You claim it's your tree, prove it. I believe it's on common ground. I believe it belongs to the common man. I believe everybody has the right to enjoy that tree. And hang cameras on it if you want to, right? <laughs> yeah, if it's not hurting anybody, I don't know. I, nobody came up to me and said, hey, man, your uh, camera in that tree is causing me harm, loss, or injury. I can't get to work because I... That that camera is in the tree. My kid can't get to bed at night because that camera is in the tree. Yeah, my yeah, dog, yeah. my dog can't go to the bathroom because there's a camera in that tree. That's a good point. Yeah, it's kind of holy man. The society, eh? it's it just everything. You can't even go for a pee outside anymore. But see, I the way I see it, I have the right to enjoy and use and claim anything that doesn't belong to anybody else. Yeah. So if I'm walking through the public park 
and I see an acorn on the ground, if I bend over and I pick that acorn up, I put my time, energy, and labor into picking up that acorn, I can say it's mine. If some other man wants to come and say, oh, no, that's my tree, that's my acorn, okay, prove it. If you can prove that's your acorn, I'll give it back to you. I'm going to bill you for the time and labor I put bending over and picking that thing up, but I'll give you your acorn back if you can prove it's yours. Hmm. That's like, say, say you're in the middle of the big city downtown and you're crossing the intersection and you find a rock sitting in the middle of the road. If you pick that rock up, who's going to charge you with theft? Nobody. Nah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's the first I hear that, like you say, a city owns a tree you can't do. That's crazy. I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but I've heard that if you own the house and the property the house is on, you own right up to the center line of the road. Well, you would think. Well, I mean, it, it's the same thing when when I own my farm. Like if you go, if you dig down to China or to the center of the earth, all that land below my my land is my land in a sense, right? If you, if you create a triangle, right? Probably. Like yeah. the neighbor can't say he owns he owns the the dirt underneath my dirt. Like it's all my dirt. So it would go from property line to property line. All the way down to the center of the earth is mine. That's how I see it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of weird that I don't know the city. The city can't own anything. The city is not real. The city is just a bunch of trustees working together for the people. Yeah. Like the public park doesn't mean the government owns it. It means the public owns it. That means every man and woman has owns has a vested interest in that public park. Yeah, exactly. So the public servants have a duty and obligation to maintain the public parks for the people because that's what we pay them for. See, some people think public park means Edmonton Park, or or let's say you're talking about Edmonton. Let's say you're so they think public means Edmonton owns it, but it's actually public. You're saying public, it's it's mankind or or right. Everybody. Public is everybody. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. People define public as uh, government. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Like up here, up here, it's called crown land, land that nobody owns is crown land. Doesn't yeah. mean the crown owns it. It means the crown's liable to maintain it. The crown is just a bunch of trustees. <laughs> they're um, they're taking care of the property until the true owner comes back. Whatever. Yeah, I've been, wants look- I've, I've been looking at at ways to acquire crown land, like free or cheap or or I could say claim crown land, and uh, I found a few different angles and one angle is I could become a trapper you know like a to trap for for bearing animals and and then I could claim a trap line 
and then I can build cabins or whatever I want on my trap line. And once I have a trap line, I'm a trapper, I have a trap line, I can build buildings. I'm not allowed, if I sell my trap line in the future, I'm not allowed to sell the trap line, but I'm allowed to sell any assets I improve this, the trap line by. So I never own the land of the trap line, but everything on that I improve is mine, or I can sell. So, and the government can't do anything. Like, you know, I can build whatever, a cabin, a log cabin, whatever I want on there. So that's one yeah, way. I, I, and then, but ahead. then you're, but then you're a licensed trapper. And yeah, that's the only. Yeah. And it's a it's a renewable every five years. Your trap line. Like they they allow you to keep it every five years. Like you have to reapply every five years. But I've been I've been trying to find home like homestead or or, or you know try to claim. Uh, okay, back in land. the day. Back in the day, what did the gold panners do? They yeah, they just the go. They went out in the middle of nowhere. They found a plot where they thought they're going to find gold, and they pounded a stake into the ground, and they put up their flag. They staked their claim, and they marked off their coordinates, and then they went into town and they registered, "I own this claim." From here to here to here to here. Yeah. And then anybody caught panning on your claim, the government or the police or whoever will go in and straighten them out. Yeah, because, because, you, because, because you, like, you have right because, over it. Because, yeah, you told them who has the proper claim. Yeah. And they have a duty and obligation to secure and protect property of man. Yeah, because I've, I've already uh, uh, figured out which land I want, which crown land I want. Like, it's about five, six miles from my house. So I'm just trying to figure out the best way to, to claim it, the best way to get it. And I'm going to have to go to summer and, and, and go walk it and, uh, you know, figure out what, what boundaries I want. There's like a, a river and two creeks, and it creates kind of a tri not of a triangle, but kind of a it's in the banks type of thing so it'd be like a kind of like, like a triangle so I'm going to go from creek to creek to river and then and then to farmland right like you know like it should be natural boundaries um I don't know another way you could probably do it is just go and uh pick one of their plots they got it they probably got it all marked out in perfect squares you could just go and say Okay, they have a plot here called XJ500036 21. That's kind of what I was thinking of taking. And then you can just take their coordinate. You don't have to call it whatever they called it, but just say, I claim the plot of land between these coordinates. Yeah, and I can CF their coordinates kind of thing. But then you're not even going to screw up their system. Now the plot above, below, and on either side remain the same. They don't have to adjust their system at all. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to find out if their plots or how their plots are... Because I know it's crown land. I just have to figure out how how they plot their crown land, I guess. Or, you know... Mm-hmm. 
but it's uh i think it's uh i measured it to be about five clicks by one and a half clicks or so it's kind of like triangle like but yeah i'm but sure they have i'm sure they have their plots and uh laid out in acres or hectares or something yeah. and i actually uh i talked to a a, a cat operator like a, a dozer cat dozer operator and mm-hmm. i said well i said uh, if i hire you and if i tell you to go make a trail and whatever he goes yeah yeah, yeah it's, you know 150 bucks an hour or whatever i say okay okay and I said, well, it would be on Crown Land, and I want to, I want an access to the river and to these two creeks. Like I, I was kind of telling him where, what I want. He goes, oh, on Crown Land. I don't know if I can do that. And I said, wow, if I'm paying you to do it, you could do it. And he's, why? Well, I don't know if I can do that because what I want to do is get access to the Crown Land, so I can, you know, because five clicks, you can't. I need like access to it, right? So <laughs> I'm not even sure if I could hire someone to to open up a trail for me, right? And I don't know what the, you know, like in the, and I said, well, in the old days, when someone wanted to, to get access to the river, you, you know, you go create your access to the river, then you, you know, you, you build from there, right? So I don't know. I don't know. Unless you're sure if we could all get thrown into jail for making a trail on Crown Land. How hard would it be, do you think, to make a trail? Well... The best way would be to hire a cat like a dozer and make a you know a cross section trail type of thing, and it might be uh, I don't know twelve hours of work or whatever it would be, just to get the guy to to make the trail and like I can hire someone to make a trail on my land. There'd be no objection there, but then I don't know if I could get someone to make a trail on Crown land. That's my uh like how much there, how much how much of uh how much crown land would you have to build a trail on? Oh well the whole thing. So from the corner I wanna start where Crown Land starts down to the river it'd be about one point four clicks. So just to get like it'd be one like a, a, almost a mile of solid bush that I'd have to, to go through to get to the river. And then and then once at the river then I could do like a T section or whatever. You know, to have access to more to more land. So it might be in the, you know uh, a mile there, maybe another mile or two of of, of trails. You know, you probably want to make a T section type of thing of trails. So then off those trails, and you can make like little man trails, but your main trails, right? Your main roads type of thing. Because if I build something on there, it would it w- I wouldn't build it on the edge. I'd build it in the center of this mass of of trees, right? Mm-hmm. But to, you know, to bring stuff there, you need you know an eight foot wide trail or ten foot wide trail or something. So I don't know if if I have no clue if legally if you can get shot for. For making a trail on Crown Land, but it should be, you know, like you well, say, it's, it's an acorn. Yeah, if um, 
if somebody shoots you for cutting down a tree, they're probably going to go to jail for it. No, I know, but uh, I, I'm just kind of being funny here, but I mean, the government, you know, mm-hmm. are they going to throw you in jail for, for cutting crown land trees or whatever? Well, for one, they would, have, they would have to prove that you were the one that did it. Yeah. And they would also have to prove that they own the land and you caused them harm, loss, or injury. Good luck with that. No, I think, yeah, I just have to get my, uh have to get somebody hired and somehow. Because I know when let's say like an oil company or, or, or whatever, they want to make a trail to get to their oil lease while they probably get like permits from the government and make their roads or trails in, in the crown land and then they go put up their lease, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's probably a process that, but I don't want to, I don't want to get the um, development permit or whatever you want to call it to do that. I just want to do it and then claim that land. But I don't know. Yeah, the way I see it, it's no different than a squirrel moves out of a hole in a tree. Another squirrel finds an abandoned hole and moves in. You just claim it. If no one's there, it's yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm going to look at it. Which is exactly what squatters' rights are. Squatters' rights are real statutory rules. Yeah, and I think squatters' rights would apply to crown land, not just a man's land, right? Like if I have a squatter on my land, then that be then he has squatters' rights. But a squatter can also be on crown land. But. So, Go ahead, Mike. Squatters' rights are purely legalese anyways. If you find somebody on your land, you kick them out. But in different territories, as far as USA, I'm not sure about where you guys are, but here it's around 20 years, anywhere from seven years, but it depends on what state. But you, And actually it's called um, adverse possession. Adverse? Yes. But a lot of states are like 20 years. And and a lot of things, if, if say you have an acre and a half, or let's just go with an acre, and here your neighbor took a little piece of yours and he ended up mowing it for seven years, ten years, he can actually claim that. He can try. Right. You see, if if my neighbor was using a little chunk of my land for seven years, I would just send him a bill. You've been on my land for seven years. It's about time you start paying or get out. I'm just telling you what's you know around the state. Mm-hmm. That's all. But that's another one of those cases where you can see that the statutes are based on common law. 
because if somebody if somebody's abandoned their property and you move in and you take over where were you when i moved in you didn't need this place well that would be adverse possession on that i'm almost positive that's what it's called adverse something i i, I want to say ever adverse possession here in the states and actually, there's a lot of people that have done that in different states, and people bitched about it because, you know, what, they can move in there and pay their mortgage, but we're sitting here and paying mortgage, and they would constantly be calling the cops to try to kick them out. They end up going to court. Some people lost, and a lot of people won. Yeah, a lot of it it's um it's what you know and how you handle it. Actually there was a guy in Jersey or not Jersey, uh Georgia who did it and they ended up locking him up for two, over two years and that's all he did was he ended up studying, he says, I'm gonna whoop this. It got to the point at the end he had trial. I'm almost positive he had trial. But they end up selling this case so nobody would see what he ended up bringing into his case. And he was on one of the talk shows. That's how I end up, um, and I don't recall this guy's name. It was like two years ago. And I'm trying to, I'm still trying to find that call. I would have to go back. I couldn't tell you how many calls. But he ended up saying different codes and different statutes. That, that's how he ended up winning the case. And he got the house free and clear. But, of course, they had to lock him up for two years, over two years. And then they ended up still in the case because they didn't want anyone else to know. Go ahead, Leo. I, I apologize if I shut you off. I, I didn't mean that. No, but it reminds me, you know, in 2008, 2009, there's all those foreclosures, and then they were talking about, like, Detroit City was abandoned houses, like there was blocks and blocks of abandoned houses. If the man and woman would just reoccupy those houses, they'd be, in a sense, squatters back in their own houses, right? Well, you have yeah. to look at the state and see what the squatters' rights are. Like in Pennsylvania and Jersey... It's 20 years. But but it's kind of funny. You have homeless people and then you have abandoned houses. Or, I mean, you have empty houses because of the whatever crash. And then you have people without homes. All, they, all those people without homes, all to do is reoccupy the empty houses. Oh, my God, Leo. You could not imagine just from Pennsylvania and Jersey. And we're only doing parts of Pennsylvania and Jersey of the abandoned houses, and they're sitting there for years. And then you go under a bridge or you go into a park and you see all these tents of people that who were left their houses. Now, there's probably over 9 million houses that are vacant and probably over 15 million, and I'm just making this, this figure up, 15 million that are living off the street because they lost their home. Now, what's wrong with that picture? 
What's wrong with that picture is nobody's smart enough to realize what would happen to the court system if a hundred of those 15 million people just moved into a house. Well, they're, I guess they're afraid of the guns, the badge. Okay, but... I don't, no, I don't know, Mike. But nobody nobody gets killed for squatting. Nobody. No, you just get arrested and thrown in jail. But, I mean, even when the sheriff comes and kicks you out, yes, there have been people that have been killed. Tased, and they died. But I guess when you look at the big picture, you know, you have a bunch of ant houses that are empty, and you have a bunch of ants without without houses, well, like or whatever. Like, just look at it as not individual cases, but as a as a global or country issue, right? It's definitely an issue, and it's a wrong issue. It's sad. I ended up meeting this girl that was at a cashier at a grocery store. She lived in a small town. She says there are easily 90 homes vacant. And they've been there for years. So that's where the people have been enslaved so much that they're not even realizing that all they have to do is go and open up a door and sleep in a house, right? Well, then that's, isn't that called trespass? So you got to watch adverse possession to squatter to trespass. Yeah, but if if nobody owns the house, if nobody's in the house, is it really trespass, right? Well, it depends on it depends on who's the deed, the name of the deed is in. Is it in the previous owner, or is it in the banks? Which is illegal because your deed doesn't show the bank's name on that deed, so therefore the sheriff is wrong by transferring the uh, deed to a sheriff deed, and then back to the bank. That's totally illegal. Whose name is on the deed? It's a seller and buyer. There's no bank on that deed. So how can yeah, the sheriff? It's, it's crazy. How, can the, how can the sheriff put it into the uh, the uh, sheriff deed and then put it back to a bank's name? It's totally illegal. But they're getting by with it. You can actually challenge. Uh, the sheriff's doing that, and I did find that. I don't have it in front of me, but it's um, you can challenge uh, the sheriff putting the deed into the bank's name. That's in one of your codes or statutes. I forget. I found it in Pennsylvania. That's weird. There's a lot of stuff they do that's underhanded. Yep. Yes, sir. I guess Mike hung up. Pardon? Mike hung up. Oh, he probably dropped the call. I'll be back. He had enough of us. Oh, no. Hi, Cheyenne. Hi, Leo. Hi. Oh, God. Here's Dream Woman again. Doesn't, don't you have anything to do? Except except for the talk to lawman and guess 
15, 16, I don't know, he kept changing, it. he or she kept changing their name. Huh? What? <laughs> I lost you. Never mind. I don't know. That's happened the last time. Hopefully not this time. Anyway, how are so you? So, Leo, how are you making out? No, I'm having uh, a lot of success with the uh, common law method or whatever you want to call it. Good. So every month or every every couple of weeks, it's, I'm implementing it in different areas of my life, and it's always been successful so far. How's your farm? Oh, somebody's hey. talking in the back. I know. People that you're not speaking, please mute. How's your form going, Leo? No, everything's going good. Good. The bees? Yeah, yeah. They're all common law bees now. Huh? Cool. <laughs> hey, money, money Mike is on. Hi, Mike. I'm here. Hello. Any news? Hello? Any success? Whoever is not speaking, please mute out. You're ruining the the recording, please. I got Mike to record this call. Okay, let me. All right, I'll mute out. Don't worry. I'll mute out. No, no. I'm not saying it was you. It happened prior to you coming on. So I'm not saying Mike. I'm not saying it was you unless it is you. But no, it was going on prior before uh, you came on. So get back on, thank you, and uh, talk to us. Okay, I'm back on. What's up? Uh, Did you end up doing anything this week, putting anything out, any success stories, anything you want to share? No, I just got in, uh, just seeing what was going on. If uh, if anybody was talking about anything, uh, seeing what was going on. yeah, everything's all good. I'm behaving. Uh just uh I'm getting ready to uh, I'm getting ready to uh do some tax stuff though, but other than that, nothing's too uh, nothing too fancy schmancy. Well Leo's on a roll. Maybe you two can talk. <laughs> Who else is on? Leo is still there? And probably put yourself on mute again. Okay. Okay. That's so fine. what are you going to be doing? What are you going to be doing with the um, IR? Uh, basically, it's with my employer. What I'm going to what happen? What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to because uh, he uh, I wasn't aware of what was happening when he did it, but uh, I mean he asked me to do something about the ducks, uh, the ducks or something, and like like what number to put and. Uh, I wasn't thinking about when I said that because he put it in, but, and then what happened is, uh, I don't remember signing it and I'm pretty sure I didn't sign anything. And I just want to get from him the, you know, copy of like, if it has anything on it with a signature that I put, otherwise, if there isn't, uh, all I wanted is have him get an explanation of why he believed that, uh, that he could do that. Cause I don't, uh, I don't take because uh, I don't take out at all for federal taxes at all. 
Okay, so basically you, you filled out a form W-4. <laughs> Did you put zero 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 all the way down? No, I filled... And um, line seven, you put exempt? No, I filled uh, no form out whatsoever. See, that's what I'm saying. He filled whatever happened. I guess he was filling something out for me. And that's why I'm trying to I'm trying to clear that up with him because I don't want him getting in trouble in case he's being like a third-party interloper or some shit. Okay. Stuff. Then... What you need to do is fill out a W-4-T form. And that's basically that you're not holding the employer responsible for any payroll deduction. Actually, what what W-4-T is, the the employer will not make any payroll withholding from the employee's responsibility for all taxes. Okay, and that's what you would do. Okay. All right. So awesome. it's W slash four T form. W slash four T, okay. But I would I would also probably I'm guessing I would do that is the uh W four. Actually I don't think you really have to, but uh-huh. you um I just got the bonus for a friend. Uh filled out the W four. Uh, and everything was zero to line seven was exempted. Okay. Uh, and then I yeah. gave them a copy, and I end up putting on the bottom of the page, this is your copy. Okay. So then, you uh, want to change it. Then what I was thinking of trying to do also is try to get, uh, have them give me the contact info about the, uh, I guess, the agency, the, the whoever is the uh, man or woman that... Uh, uh, Fills the checks out. Okay, just in case, just, just yeah, just in case, uh, just in case they're the ones taking taxes out too, without you know. I just want to make sure if the, I want to try to patch them up too before they uh, they go off. Well, I'm right in the middle of that, so I'll let you know what happens. He just started his job. The one girl wouldn't take it, but she was not on payroll. The payroll department. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he did turn in everything tonight. I would have to find out. And uh, hopefully he didn't chicken out. He's just, he's just, he's just, he's just, whoa, what's that noise? Hopefully he didn't chicken out and um, Phil never did the opposite of what I did. He has no balls. So okay. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, if it's chicken out, I will be very, very pissed. <laughs> and I heard a quillow in the background laughing when I said he has no balls. No, yeah, well, either that or she's going to say something like, oh, they're going to get you now. Or, or, <laughs> or, oh, that does it. There they go. <laughs> no, she's probably she's probably dreaming now of balls. <laughs> she's a dream okay. queen. Okay. Oh, it's it's too a much j- info, perhaps. I don't know. It, yeah, it's a j- it's just not a good laugh. That's all it is. Who wants to know? Yes. Exactly. There you go. But yeah, I would definitely get into that form. Actually, I I believe that that's the only form 
you have to fill out. Now, I'm still trying to find the form, and I know I have it somewhere, but I cannot find it to save my ass. There's a form that it shows that you don't you don't have to volunteer your social security number, and I cannot find that. I, and I know I have it printed out, but I cannot find it. But you do not, and that's one thing when I fill out his paperwork, I left all that info out because I just put N.A., because you do not have to give them your social security numbers. Now, if they, want to balk, if they want to balk at that, there was a guy who went to work for tech, um, Taco Bell, and this was years ago, and you look up the case. Um, Taco Bell won his social security number, and he would not give it. And they did not hire I think they must have hired him at first, and then he ended up filling out the forms. And then they fired him because he would not show his social security number. And he ended up suing, and he got he got millions. So, I mean, it's no joke. You do not have to show your social security number, you, period. That's not your number. That's theirs. Speaking of uh, social security, uh, my friend uh, who is trying to apply for disability got denied again. Um, what, uh, oh, apparently, it's apparently uh, they, they, whoever it is that filled it out believed that uh, that uh, the necessary paperwork or whatever the hell it was wasn't filled out and, and at, not at the correct time. The problem is, uh, I was at the, I was, I was there uh, when she made the, when she uh, made all the applications and when she submitted them and all that stuff. So I mean, technically, I'm a witness, uh, and I'm just thinking about how to go about it, doing it that way in case we need to do a hearing. Well, you got one thing. You have to take it. You got to take paper and pen, write everything down, what you witnessed, and keep so it's fresh in the in the mind or on the paper. A lot of people make that mistake. They don't, oh, I'll remember this. Well, no, at the end of the day, you don't. One. Two is you can always appeal it. Okay. But what is the reason why you're saying because she didn't turn in the paperwork at their time limit? Apparently, uh, that, was, apparently that was the reason. Uh, Okay, another little trick I do is I always get it date stamped at the post office. I mean, was she date really stamped. late? Was no, she late? She wasn't. No, I think what happened is uh, because she was going from, uh, I think it was because she was at a previous location, like because she was in like two different locations within within the last year. And I think that's what's happening. It's causing all these uh all these other time problems, and I think uh, that's where it's, where it's happening, and that we can't get that situated. That uh, happened to a friend of mine, and he ended up calling, and I was a witness to the phone call because I said to call, and that's what happened. They end up messing up the street address, and then he was like, "Hold, hold on, I never got the information, never got your letters." What address do you have? And the lady would not tell him. So then he says, well, it should only be two addresses. And he told her the two addresses. And then here they end up having 
one just uh, I think it was O O to a O L L difference on this street. Well, after he ended up calling and he corrected that, they end up giving him the correct paperwork. But yeah, you gotta watch them. They'll play the game. They'll play the game. So that'll be a good idea. Get everything time, get kind of time stamped. Get it recorded, and then this way, if uh, the, they get denied, then you can just uh, send the send. I guess send the material with the time stamp on it. The, the date stamp is huge. I will I will never sign or I will never mail anything without a date stamp. And now one post office has the postmaster because one girl, young girl, and part of this I was getting people, especially this one guy, Jim, to uh, date stamp. And there was not a problem. But apparently a lot of other people started coming in and wanting date stamped. And then um, this one girl I was in front of, she was a young girl, oh, we can't do that. According to your uh, one slash one slash three zero, I think it is. Uh, yes, you can. And it's mandatory that it, it has to be available for customers, period. So I, she says, no. I said, well, get your postmaster. So she goes and gets this postmaster, and he says, no, I won't do it. So I said, great, give me your name. So then I end up calling the headquarters of the UST, of the post office. And here this guy, Bud, was telling me, well, it's up to the postmaster. I said, no, it's not. It's in your manual, period. So he kept putting me on hold, talking to a supervisor. Put me on hold, talking to a supervisor. I, he did that like five times. And he kept coming back to me, and I kept saying the same thing or different things, whatever he was telling me. And then at the end, he says, well, I don't know what to tell you. I guess go to, the, uh, to another post office that will do that. I said, bullshit. You're going to pay my gas in time? It's in your manual. Oh, that pissed me off. So now I, I go at the end of the day because I know there's one guy there that he will do it. No questions asked. But here I end up doing it differently. My gut was telling me to change it up. Because there was one girl there that, another this is another lady who is a downright bitch. And here, she's just, is it going up today? Oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deep stamp it. I mean, what is the big deal? Seriously. What it does is it cancels out. Now, years ago, the post office used to be the court. See, that's where they don't want them to cancel out the stamp. So, Post office used to be the court. Yes. Yes. You're, I mean, we're talking... Do you know how long ago that was exactly or before they no, stopped doing that? Or? I, would, I would say 1900s. I, I don't know. Anyone else on the call now? You I are, don't. Huh? 
Anyone else knows? Anyone else know the answer? Do what? What's the question? What was the question? Does Aquila have dreams? <laughs> I think she does. I'll have to ask her. Okay, I'm sorry, Mike. I don't know. I think it was back down to the 1900s, if not earlier. Um, I have that. I actually have that on um, a uh, call that I downsized the call, and it's just on the post office. And how um, someone else is trying to get date stamped, and they were giving giving her a hard time. And or, and also when she did get it date stamped, the court. Um, I'm sorry, how was it? She, shoot, uh, she was trying to get a date stamped and the court, everything she put in there, she was trying to get a date stamped and the, and the uh, post office will not stamp, date stamp it. And, of course, the court, the post office wouldn't date stamp it. And then, of course, the um, the court refused her paperwork. Then she ended up going to a different post office and got a date stamped and hear the court, because once you get a date stamp, the court has to accept it, period. Because you cancel out this, the stamp. And don't ask me what that means, because I'm still trying to wrap, wrap my mind around that. Somehow you cancel out. You cancel it out. But the court cannot refuse. Once you get a date stamped, they cannot refuse your documents. And once she started getting a date stamped, they did not refuse her documents. And I started doing that as well prior to her. And I seen a huge difference once I, I started to get a date stamped by the post office. They take my paperwork. Now, what I end up doing, because my gut was telling me that they're going to give me another hard time, since that last time with that young girl. So what I started to do is everything I'm going to mail, I put in the side of the envelope, which is going to be ma- going to be mailed, and then on top of that, I want my copy. Okay? So I end up giving it to the, to the um, clerk or the, the post office, whatever you want to call them, and because... Last time Jim says, well, is this going to go out? And thank God I, f- I followed my gut. He says, is this, is this all going to go out today? I said, yes, sir. And thank God I changed my my rhythm. So I put everything on the bottom of the envelope. The envelope is still open. I just slide it in under the flap. And then whatever, you know, my copy is on the top. So what I do is get him to date stamp my copy and then date stamp theirs. And I put it off to the side, and I keep constantly doing the same thing, and I have a folder there. So then, after we're done stamping, then I bring out the envelope, take my copy out, put it in the folder, fold up the other stuff that has to go to the court, and I put that into the envelope so he sees, yeah, it's going out today, or anyone else that is around there. Yeah, it's going out today. 
Then I zip it up, tape it, get a stamp on it, and it's done. But I might change that around again. I might get the envelope as well date stamped. I've been reading a little bit more on that one. Get me envelope date stamped. Okay. So I might do both. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm lucky what I'm doing now. It's working. But I might still get the envelope stamped. I don't know if I'm going to be pushing my luck on that. I don't know. <clears throat> but I forgot what I read. That is it's important that they date stamp the envelope as well. I read so much material, it's pathetic that I forget. But yeah, please remember W slash 4T form. Oh, and another good trick instead of getting it certified or green card, go to your post office. You have to ask for this. And it's half the price, if not more, than half the price. It is a form. 3817 is certified certificate of mailing. What you do, you have to ask for this, and because they have it under, they don't want to reveal this. And I found this out months ago. Just looking, how I found this one out is by looking into um, um, the postal uh, manual because that of that postmaster saying that no, he won't do that. Um, but anyhow, I end up finding this one out. Uh, let's say certified or a green card costs you over three dollars. Here it costs three twenty to three fifty. Okay. Here with this form three one seven, it costs one thirty. So it's half okay. the cost, if not more. But the best part I like about it is they don't know that you did that. You just fill out that little form. And then what the the uh, post office does is they put a, like a little meter sticker on that, the date that it was mailed. So the person that you're sending it to, they don't know that it's basically, it's certified. So they can go back and say, well, I never received it. And all you got to do is say, hey, here it is, baby. That's the part I like about it. Well, that's way better than uh, the, the goofy method I was thinking about trying, which, which would really, right, would probably would have effed everything up if I, you know, with the, with the disability thing. I was going to try to, I was trying to, uh, I was going to see if I could just get, uh, like, like say she applied for something and she's not, she's either not receiving the benefits or, you know, it's just not working for her anymore. So I was going to try to, maybe if we could do a rescission of signature. But then, uh, yeah. But then I but, thought, well, I don't think that would work because then they'd be kind of like since they, at the hearing they'd be asking her goofy questions, and, and since she's you know she's not capable of uh, doing you know doing too much of that stuff anyway. So I don't know if that would be a good idea, even if I go in as like say next friend to help her out. It's tricky with uh, disability.
You will always donate. Yeah. Yeah, I would look more into that. I know. How many times has, has she been turned down? Seven, and this probably is the eighth. Within how how many years? I'm not sure. It might have been uh, within the last year and a half to two years. Might have been earlier. Just she keeps going every every time, like right away. So it could have been just you know within a year. When she's turned down, does she do the appeal? Say again. When she is turned down, does she do a appeal? Yeah, she does an appeal. Yeah. And still turned down. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking, oh, gee, now maybe what if she just forgets and shiggles? What if she just does the application, just fill it out all wrong, and just see what happens then? I'm starting to wonder if they're using a certain kind of method to, you know, to check everything. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if that'll work. And that way, that way, you can get somebody to speak with her, you know, one on one right away. Because they're going to look at that paperwork and say, "What is this?" Instead of having, you know, be all uh, automatic about it and follow it away right away, and like, ah, get rid of it. You know, so I'm wondering. But that's just a thought. Have you ever thought about, I hate to say this, but have you ever thought about hiring a lawyer? No, it's, uh, if if possible, it would probably, you know, her family would have to take care of that part. I could never do do such uh, due to the expense, obviously. Oh, well, no, they won't charge you unless you win. And then they get probably like 30%. Oh, okay. That's the same thing as workman's comp. Yeah, I... But it doesn't it doesn't hurt to go and talk to one. It should be free. I'll see what I can do about that. I'll 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 tell her I'll tell her about that. Then uh And I would bring in the the application that uh, she ended up filling out and see what happens. See where she, maybe she went wrong, they went wrong. <laughs> Okay. It's worth a shot. Yeah, I'll I mean, speak you really, with her about you that. really have to um, watch what you put down on that paperwork. No turkey up every time. Aquila, don't you have anything to say? Yeah, I didn't have to free. What? Yes. You're muffled. You have very bad reception, Aquila. I do not. Can you hear me okay? Well, now better. I'm going to need um, I'm going to make 
I'm going to be making some popcorn. So I'm going to need that. Right. I'll need it all too, just to be on the safe side here in case you uh, pop too much into my uh... <laughs> All right. Someone keep the car warm so we don't we don't have a uh, dead air, please. You can start singing, Cheyenne. I can start what? Singing. No, I'm gonna make popcorn. All right. Make enough for everybody. All right. So keep either, the that, on. either that or put a song on, like you know, like like Batman used to do, just put some music on. <laughs> Think about it. All right, guys, I'm gonna mute out. Make my popcorn. All right. Bring me some. <laughs> You could probably do it to do it in the in the in the uh, in the fiction the corporate world or something. You can give me some corporate, give me some uh, fictional popcorn or whatever they call it. Entity popcorn, yes, Orville Redenbacher entity popcorn. Yes, send a drone. You can drone it over to you. Uh, East Tennessee is on the call. Hello? What's that on the call? What? East Tennessee. East Tennessee, you going to speak tonight? My stop is coming up, so I'm going to head out for a few minutes. So I'll try to come back in in, in a little while. Alrighty. All right. I'll hope to hear from you pretty soon. East Tennessee, you want to speak?
Hello?
Hello, North Georgia. Are you here? I'm always here. <laughs> I'm just seeing if anybody was going to say something. So yeah, my battery died. I just uh, had to recharge. Oh, I see. Well, since you're back, nobody home. Well, nobody actually was talking. So. I heard from your buddy Dave in Canada. He had a cool. court date. He had a court date today. He had a he had a question. You said no. Uh, he went to he went at the court today. He oh, yeah. So he didn't get locked up. So that's the good news. Yeah, um, not getting locked up is always a good thing. So. Um, so, well, um, anyway, I guess he'll tell his story soon enough when he's ready. Is this that same issue he was dealing with before about the water? Well, I guess about how he do business and they came in and, you know, try to tell him some codes that you should go for it, um, who he sell them to, I guess, something like that. What he was dealing with, whatever he was dealing with, I'll say. That was kind of funny. Way back in the beginning, he uh, he got an order to install um, water water filtration systems or something. Yeah. And then um, and then so he sent them a letter saying, "Yeah, no problem. Send me the." Uh, Send me the requirements for the filtration system, and uh, I'll get right on that order. Just send me the order, send me the requirements, and I'll get right on it. And um, there was a bit of back and forth, but he ended up just hooking up to the city water. And then he got a letter back saying that all the orders were complied with, and then they charged him after that. So it's kind of weird that they ordered him to do something. Then they sent him a letter saying that he fully complied with their order. And then he charged them for not complying with the order. Yeah, I guess also it depends on what he sent to them, what he was, what was going back and forth. I don't know all those details pretty much. Somewhat I do, but not the whole story. So... Yeah, if I remember correctly, um, one of one of the things they tried to get him with was uh, interfering with a city officer while performing his duty or something like that. But the city guy came, delivered the paperwork he was supposed to deliver, and then wouldn't leave. So if the guy was there to deliver paperwork, he delivered the paperwork and then didn't leave. I don't see how anybody interfered with his job. Mm. Well, it's just uh, it's a good word against sales, I guess. But what wrong did he do? What harm or damage he caused? There was any, if anything, he was trespassing. You know, the yeah. guy. 
So, but I'll just say this, you know, it's, I mean, a lot of us have been listening to Call for quite some time now, Yo Core Call and Gus's Call, whomever. But until, and this includes myself, we get down and study and go over this and try to learn it. You know, we're not going to be able to perform. And, you know, now I'm doing my part. I'm trying to help others, but I'm studying as well. So until they do, because they wouldn't have to call you, me, no one. They'll be able to do it. Yeah. In the meantime, but meantime, you know, like I said, if I help somebody, they got to write all the paperwork and I'll see what they wrote, what have they learned. And I tell them to look up certain words. So, you know, like, for example, what is a judge's job? You know, and they need to know that. Because when you're at the court, you need to know why the judge is there. What simply is his job? And if you are holding your court, then you got to know how to prosecute your own court. So you need to look up prosecutor. So all these things is important to do so. And unless they do it, I mean, we can give you the right to paperwork, give all the correct answers for them. And unless they stand on it and believe it and actually, you know, do it, it's not going to happen a lot of times. So. Yeah, I think... Um... I don't know, everybody's got their own ways of learning and everybody's got their own, I don't know, obstacles, I guess, to learning. I don't know what my problem was, but I kind of figured this stuff out pretty quick. I I don't know. Obviously, I don't know it all, nowhere near, but I seem to pick it up pretty quick. I'm not sure why, but I think some people, they just, keep going and getting more information, more information, more information, and they're not processing the information they have, or they're just not putting it to use. Um, I think some, like if you've studied for a long time, pick something small and just jump in and do something. Like Leo had, what was it, three wins, three small three small wins this month alone. Well, in the last month, I guess this month just started, but just little shit would get a letter from somebody at work. You write a letter back to them or somebody screws up at the bank, write them a letter. Just start doing this stuff. Even if it's little things, just get in there and do it. It's, experience is a huge part of this confidence. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and you got to just, you know, I'm sure a lot of us do still have fear, but at the end of the day, if something needs to get done, you do it. Yeah. You know, you can't just keep sitting back and, and you know, call a bunch of complaining, if you will. You know, they but can't do that, they're wrong, but okay, what are you doing about it? Well, I, I, heard, I heard someone say once, you know, you can be standing in, in your house, and looking out the window and saying, oh, there's a lot of snow I have to shovel outside, and say, oh, like I, I want to shovel that snow, and say, yeah, I should shovel that snow, and then if you don't shovel the snow, nobody's going to shovel the snow for you. Like, you have to go and do it, right? And I think that's yeah. Mike's thing. Like, you just, just doing, like, even though you don't know how to shovel snow, just start shoveling snow, and you'll figure it out. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't yeah. shovel all the snow in the middle. You shovel it 
or whatever the situation is, right? You just by doing it, you kind of figure it out. Yeah, you got to at least try. Jump in there, try things. You know, through that experience, trial and error, if you will, then you're going to start getting it. I think. uh, I think with a lot of people too, it's um, they they have this issue, and they think about how bad this issue is, and how big it is. And how all these mean people are out to get them and this is so unfair and they turn it into some huge thing and then they're scared because they're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It's the old expression, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Uh, a journey of a thousand steps starts with one single step. Like just start doing it. You got to do it, get it done. You're going to learn along the way. You're going to take some bumps and bruises here and there, but you fix it. Write another letter. Write another notice. Yep. It was kind of, yeah, uh, to to add to that point, uh, I had to go buy some more queens this this, uh, spring for my bees, more more queen bees. And Eric, uh, when I I said, yeah, I have to go to Edmonton and buy queens, he said, well, I, I thought you were raising your own queens. And I said, well, I tried, but I failed. But I'll try again this year. But, by failing last year of raising queens, I learned some stuff. So this year, hopefully, I can raise my own queens. Right? I mean, if I never try to raise queens, I'll I'll never raise queens. In a yeah. sense, right? You're yeah, raising drag queens. Oh, <laughs> what was that? Now the show started. You're raising drag queens. No, bee queens, like queen bees or whatever. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, and it's funny. He, he starts talking about queens, and look who jumps on the call. That's right. I was waiting for the, a good entry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, so how's the hotel? The Grey Bar Hotel? Yeah, 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 the Grey Bar. It was good. It's for it's for uh, you know usually they say for medicinal purposes only. This is for research purposes only. <laughs> what they searched you and then researched you? Yeah. <laughs> so for your contempt, did they fingerprint you and take pictures and all that, or they just threw you in and threw? You- to you out like my contempt it wasn't my contempt it was there or not your okay their contempt when they <laughs> did they did they fingerprint you and all that or they just put you behind no the no 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 they just throw you in the in the cell out back you know off the courtroom and uh try to bamboozle you and then bring you back in and that's like nothing happened okay now there's no more contempt see you later Ah, okay. It's like a real small timeout. Yeah. It's like when you send a kid to a corner to to stare at the corner for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, It's a a bullying session. So, I visit again tomorrow. Did Did anybody tell you that you really upset the judge? 
No. I've been told the judge is a pretty good man, so I don't know. <laughs> by who? Uh, by an attorney friend of mine, and by a, a correction, uh, a court officer friend of mine. Are you going to send the judge a uh, bill? Uh, why can't I just send him a mic? <laughs> <laughs> you could. I could, you can... send him a, I could send him a drag queen. That would be more up there, Ali. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I heard I, there's uh, in the old days what they used to do when uh, a man acting as whatever would, would kind of do something wrong, they would order a, a truckload of manure. Right, because yeah. you can buy truckloads of manure, and then you would order the manure. You pay the guy, and you'd say, "Go dump it at this location," and it would be the front lawn of the judge or the front lawn of whatever the man who lives there. So the the man would wake up in the morning with a with a truckload of manure on his front lawn. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah. What's this? Just recently, I think it was in France, some farmer was pissed off at. Uh, I don't know if it was the court or the or the town hall or something. And he went there with like a, a liquid manure sprayer. He <laughs> sprayed the whole building as he's going down the street. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> See what you're doing, manure is very very valuable, so you're actually you know, you're offering you're you're paying the guy something, right? Yeah, you could look at it that way. I wouldn't. There's enough shit going around already. I don't curse. So, Master Shirker decided to do a call, huh? <laughs> maybe, yes, maybe, uh, maybe there'll be incentive enough for Carl to come out and do a call. Cheyenne made me record this time. Oh, really? That's good. There's too many uh, no recordings on on your page. I like no recordings. Yeah, we should clean it up one of these days. I got poison ivy. (laughs) Again. Why don't you learn to stay away from the poison ivy patch? Because when I cut my grass with a lawn tractor... I go over some of it, and uh, I even got it on my belly button. That's the <laughs> first. And no, I wasn't rolling around in it. So anyway, what's going on in the call? I don't want to interrupt anything important. <laughs> oh, that's right. Mike's call. Nothing important ever happens. Yeah, we were just talking about the weather, that's all. <laughs> Whether uh, you know uh, survival uh, moves, drag queens, <laughs> and uh, now we we up the we up the the call by talking about manure. <laughs> We're spreading our <laughs> Yeah, I guess that starts with man, man cure, manure. All right. 
Maybe that ties in with man and common law. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> or cow. Or cow. <laughs> uh, have you heard from Carl? Do you think he'll do another show? From Carl? I think Carl's tired of doing shows. No donations. Of course, you know, he blames it on everybody else. Plus, you know, there's no need for shows. He's said everything he needed to say the first five shows. Yep. Has everyone uh, heard the, the Johnson City, Tennessee recordings? Nobody? I think I've heard, I think I've heard it all. I haven't. I only heard a little bit of it the other day. Um, but the last time I talked to Carl, about a week ago, he told me that uh, those were real good. And, uh, you know, he did a good job and he presented some new stuff. So if uh, you guys haven't listened, maybe you should go listen. And maybe we could discuss it, you know, take some notes, discuss it down the road. Um, Do you have a link? Uh, just uh, Google Carl Lance Johnson City, Tennessee. I think it's like uh, uh, they're five-hour-long uh, videos. I don't know how many of them. There's at least two that I know of. Yeah, I saw yeah. them. I didn't really investigate a whole lot, but what I thought was going on was that there was a five-hour seminar and somebody else uploaded a bunch of smaller segments, but I thought it was the same one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know that I've seen two long videos. I, I, I watched the beginning a couple of days ago. I had a little time because I was going through paperwork, filing and stuff, and I was listening. So I listened to maybe about an hour with interruptions in between and phone calls and all that. Just, uh, you know, sharing what he told me. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, that was... That- but I was gonna say that was uh that was in April April twentieth, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was right, right. a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was one long video, and then it was also broken up into pieces. But I, I guess it's possible there's two long videos. Yeah, you know how Kyle talks a lot and goes into stories and all that. So I think five hours would, you know, would be short for him. Just another man with a whiteboard on YouTube. Yeah. Guru. <laughs> uh, Carl, uh, Google it. A, a fraud. What what did the judge call him? A uh, Internet guru, uh, a fraud, or something like that. I, don't know. I remember, I remember hearing over and over again, uh, "Man on YouTube with whiteboard." Yeah, 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 that's it too. Yeah. <laughs> so just for you know, just 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 to uh, you know be different, he should use like uh, you know a, a, a different color board. 
Yeah, so I was going to say, I got to get a blackboard now. Are you racist? Yes. No? What do you mean? I never, I never entered a race in my life. Is that your, your token blackboard? <laughs> Actually, it's green. It's just called the blackboard. Yeah, it's like uh, Henry Ford. You know, you can have any color car as long as it's black, but it wasn't really black. It was a very dark green. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you got some time to talk, Mike? Uh, yeah. Well, we're ready for bed. Because you're getting old. Huh? You're getting old. That's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, I guess getting young would be kind of creepy. Yeah, and uh, not getting old would be not a very good alternative as far as I know. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine another million years on this earth? (laughs) <laughs> no, I meant like you either get old or you die. Oh. A lot of my friends younger than me are not getting old anymore. So I don't know. I think for tomorrow, maybe I... I you know, stick with the original strategy of just sticking on that notice that we have so far. Yeah. Or do you, you think that's good? You go back? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot Tuesday. Yeah. It's tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I can go there and play it by ear and just, uh, you know, um, Try to talk to the prosecutor, whoever, I don't know. Uh, maybe I could file a notice of, uh, you know, the the one that said the complaint is bearing false witness. Or uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that. What's that noise all the time? Somebody trying to dial in or something from Australia? I don't know. I think it's... Uh... I think it's um, Department NSA. of Homeland Security. NSA? Um, well, the stuff we were talking about earlier um, might be a, a possibility. What about what? Took some notes. Yeah, before um, before you go calling people uh, false witness bearers, should you say that you believe it was an error or a mistake? I could. He's still bearing false witness, but that's a side issue. Yeah, it's kind of better to say you believe that he whatever, whatever. 
think you can't just go saying guy robbed the bank if you don't know. You got to say you believe he may have robbed the bank. And this right. is why I believe so. So we talked earlier. We talked about a notice of idiot. Um, we also talked about um, uh, um, withdrawing the plea. Uh, and also the notice of um, uh, can't uh, bear the burden to be a defendant at this time. The maybe notice of error might be maybe the way to go. Yeah, maybe. That's better. Um, which was the uh, notice? The one about it's all gibberish. Yeah. And that still stands. Hasn't been talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody said it's not. Yeah, there's no, you know, there's no such thing as six 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 miscellaneous muni, whatever, whatever. Yeah, a Munich vial. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a joke. Yeah, if it's um. If you put that it's gibberish, I don't know if you should put that there. I don't know if you should put a notice of mistake because you kind of already said that. Sort of redundant. Thanks, Andre. Um, we also talked about um, a notice uh, that I will um, be uh, answering the court in writing and require. Oh, uh, yeah. In writing. So I'm not held in contempt again. Yeah. Uh, Even though I don't think the contempt, that was the contempt. The the contempt was not giving the date of birth. Yeah, but you don't know that. You don't Uh, have any, you don't have any documents to show that. And he never specifically said. That is true. But he did say now that, uh, you've given uh, the date of birth. I find that you're no longer in contempt. Something similar to that. Yeah, so there's no paperwork about the contempt. Yep. It was all just bullshit. He threw a hissy fit. He did something he has no right, no authority whatsoever to do. And then he just said, oh, it's gone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, I just shot you in the face and blew your nose right off, but don't worry about it. Okay, it was an accident. Yeah. Oh, contempt. Oops, I I didn't mean contempt. Sorry, no contempt. Never mind. Sorry, I I just shot your nose right off of your face. I I made a mistake. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's gone now. I meant to show you my. I meant to show you my contemporary cell in the back. I mean, Rome in the back. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, I, w- I think I would maybe do something like, um, to be, to be sure that I am not quote held in contempt. I require all, all, uh, all communications come in the form of writing and I will answer the court within 72 hours in writing or I will provide the court with a proper answer in writing. But you could also, um, I don't even, I don't know what you filed into this one, if anything, I forget, but. uh, The only thing I filed was that uh, gibberish notice. I like that notice. Yeah. I do too. Maybe I should just stand on that. Tomorrow, I think they're just going to talk about am I going to represent myself or uh, get somebody to represent me or whatever. At some point, I think they're going to decriminalize all this because it's BS anyway. It's criminalized? Yeah, it's criminal right now. What? Yeah. What is it? Is, isn't I thought it was for like cars on your property or something. Yeah, failure to pay some fines, which I dealt with in private. I wrote them a letter, right? And never heard back from them. The next thing they do, they go to court in secret and then get a complaint, a criminal complaint, for not paying fines. Hmm. Which is BS, but... So, doesn't that mean that it's completely civil, has absolutely nothing to do with criminal whatsoever? Well, it's criminal because it was a failure to pay some type of fine. So, would that not be civil? Yeah, I would think it'd be civil altogether. Plus, there's really no controversy yet. So... So the family court is going to throw the book at a bank robber. Bankruptcy court is going to take somebody's driver's license away. Yeah, and the other thing is it's a town bylaw, but uh, the plaintiff, from what I understand, is the Commonwealth. How'd that happen? Man, they fucking botched that thing so bad. It's all gibberish. Every last bit of it. Fucking hammer those assholes. This whole thing's a joke. I know. They're grasping at straws. But we'll see what happens. I think tomorrow I'll just uh, tiptoe through the tulips and uh, get out of there with uh, some date, end of the month or something, or next, next middle of next month. <laughs> Did you just say walk out of there with a date? Yeah. And, and not the red-headed uh, ADA. <laughs> I didn't know. See, I I didn't know that the local courthouse was the meat market in town. I should get arrested where you live. It's online dating. <laughs> That's probably where the real interesting women are. So, what about a notice of uh, contempt on uh, the other side for filing? Uh, you know. Um, a complaint 
you know, against a man. Or ask them what jurisdiction the the Commonwealth has in the city or the city has in the Commonwealth. Just ask them. Just say, yeah, there's a problem with propriety of the case. Who the fuck owns this case? The city? Is this the Commonwealth? Like, what's the... You guys want to get your heads out of your asses and put something on paper proper? Just say, how is how is the Commonwealth coming after me for a city bylaw infraction? Or for, uh, sorry, a, a 6666666 muni, miscellaneous Munich vial, whatever they call that crap. How's the yeah. Commonwealth pulling that trick off? Well, it's their court. They do whatever the hell they want. Whose court? The cities or the Commonwealth? Whose court is it? It's actually uh, a district court. And uh, they're probably, uh, you know, leasing each other's uh, capabilities. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. That's. I think those are some pretty big questions for this. Is it criminal, or how is this criminal? If it's if it's a civil matter, and if it's a, an alleged city violation, why is the Commonwealth trying to sue a man over a city bylaw? Yeah, and who who says I do wrong? Some actor. Did you find out who's prosecuting the case? No. In the end, he did say, does the Commonwealth have anything uh, to add or something? And that's the only time the woman there for the Commonwealth, I would would, uh, uh, assume, uh, spoke up and said, uh, uh, how about a bail warning? So then he gave some bail warning. Yeah, I don't know. That might have been a good time to ask her, who are you? No, I just wanted to stay quiet and let them do their thing and get the hell out of there so I could go to my aunt's wake and funeral and all that. Yeah, it's probably better to say nothing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'll... I'll uh... Go there, tiptoe through it, and then uh, we'll. Uh, and I have to write a letter to the judge. Maybe file a notice on the contempt into into the case. Contempt for what? Uh, well, no. Ask him uh, what the contempt was. Oh. And where's the contempt order in writing or whatever? Well, I don't know. You're the one that's going to be bringing this forward. Are you sure you want to bring up contempt? Well, I don't know. I mean, we we talked about that a little bit. That's something we're thinking about. I don't know how it's going to go. Greetings, Bob. What the fuck did you throw me in jail for? I didn't see any documentation. You want to send me that documentation, signed and dated? Yep, something like that. 
when he sends you something backdated, oops, somebody slipped up here. And also the other important thing is um, the Stephen accepting a check in the other case. I think that one is important to go after because they keep track of all this stuff. And as a matter of fact, the same bailiff that was there, the bailiff, yeah, that was there, is the one that pushed me out in the other uh, court. When I was telling the judge, you know, I'll pay, I'll pay the man, you know, just let me know who the man is that I owe the money to. At least I got his name. Hey, I think I'm gonna jump in the shower and go to sleep. So did, you didn't uh, you didn't get the prosecutor lady's name, I guess, eh? No. You didn't get her number. Was she redhead? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> uh, no, she was dark haired, I think. Doesn't seem like this man in court stuff is working. What? I think it seems to be working pretty good in some cases. Yeah, there's no man in court. That's the problem. Yeah, you're exactly right. There isn't ever no man in court. No, everybody goes to play defendant. Well, that plus they they can't admit that there's a man in court. That's their whole game. Sure, then, they they then they immediately disappear. It'd be lack of jurisdiction, wouldn't it? Who's that speaking? Which means they immediately disappear. They're admitting they don't exist. Therefore, they can't admit that there's a man. Right. Who, who's that speaking? Mike's best friend, face one. Mike's best friend? Which Mike? <laughs> I don't know anybody by that name. <laughs> Mike's best friend, face one. What did you say, ass one? I don't know anyone by that name either. Did, did you say ass one? Ass one? Call me what you like. I'm not sure a man would do that, but yeah, call me what you like. <laughs> well, a man might, but maybe not an honorable man, but a funny man could. <laughs> exactly. I think it's a man. What's up, Muddy Mike? Hello, how's it going, man? I loved you in that movie you were in, man. That was pretty good. Which one was that? That movie? Which movie? You played a black character. I played a black character? Which which one? Blame come up to me. What did it happen to be this black character right here? I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm back. I'm back quiet. Just want to say I, I appreciate your work. Okay. All right. Well, I'll leave you guys to the comedy hour. I'm going to go jump in the shower. Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> oh, God. And uh, go to bed. I'm tired. Fun with helium. You mean you mean v- Vitale's shower means he's going to hide right now? Yeah. I'm going to hide the soap. Why? Don't you want to, don't you want to come forth and maybe repent and learn the error of your ways? Error? 
That's my bad. And then be set free. I thought in the council of the multitude there was wisdom, but yet you want to go take a shower. I don't see any wisdom here. That's why I'm leaving. So you're alone. I don't want to unlearn what I've already learned. Of course you you can. Of course you can. See it. You got to hear it. Hear it. Hear it. I can hear and visualize it in my own virtual reality. Right. Man, stop that there. What, what the hell's going on over there? That's a jibber jibber, money, Mike. Actually, I can. Actually, I came up with with vital rights, and then yesterday I came up with a new one. Vital reality. Hey, Vitel, you're a very Yo. wise. You're a very wise man. I respect your work too. Can you give us an address to maybe come bail you out or anything? <laughs> oh, no, I'll be all right. <laughs> all right, all right. If, if I had to for you to come and bail me out, I'd be I'd be rotting in jail. Wow. Once rotting, do you ride with a pencil or a pen? Do you ride with a pencil or a pen? Would you I ride in jail? Hand. I ride with you're my hand. You're doing all that riding. Are you riding your hand? Okay. <laughs> I, I use uh, Paloma Blanca. Once the system tells Vital where a man... Uh, it's gonna be. Gonna be looking for bail, guaranteed. If what? Say that again. I said once the system tells Vital where a man belongs, you're gonna be looking for bail, guaranteed. If you got a contempt charge on you, dude, that's big time. And they're not gonna. Brian, what are you talking about, dude? Right. Dude, where have you been? Where, where have you been? Vital's not new to this. Not like you. What are you, what are you talking about? Contempt is big. Oh, I'm sorry. Contempt is a small charge. My fault. It depends. It depends which contempt it is. Yeah, first contempt thing is, is if you get a contempt charge, you're in the wrong court. First of all, many, 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 many never get a many, contempt many, charge. Are you kidding me? Many, 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 many contempt charges last less than an hour. That sounds that's what happened. That sounds pretty big to me. Ooh, that's big. You got contempt? That's big. Ooh, you need bail. Not Come a full Look, I'm afraid. A, I'm afraid. A contempt Damn. warning. Yes, Mike, you're right. You know, there is no there is no contempt charge. There was a, a contempt and they took me in the back and then they brought me back out and he said there's no contempt anymore and, and let me go. Okay. They were, so just, they were, just doing, they were trying to teach teach me a lesson, intimidate, and more more than that, I think they were trying to use the opportunity to intimidate others in the courtroom because they wanted me in there real quick, early, first one, or if, or second one. If you're a man, that would never ever happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Roddy, you want to put a leash on your dog? He's getting really fucking annoying again. Hey, Mike, a real man would never talk down hey, to you know him. What, man? Hey, man, you know Fuck off. Everybody's sick of your crap. Go somewhere else. Nobody wants to hear yeah, your shit. You don't know what, you're, you don't know what right. the fuck you're talking about. Just shut up. I listen to both mics. All right, let's all get along now. Can we all just get along? Yes, we so, uh, should all. Yeah, way along, way over there. In the, ideas. Right. Face, you got yeah, some weird, weird ideas, man. Face, you got some. I don't know what you've been on, but uh, did you say my dog? Money, Mike. You you have never brought one idea to the table to get yelled at for. So I don't know what you're talking. I don't about. Need one. Did you say my dog? 
At, le- at least I get yelled at by my- Mike Miller, you know. Just stay working. Hello. Hey, my dog. All right. In any case, back to vert- uh, vital reality. Um, it-, it it was mainly just them building and flexing their muscle. And, of course, there's no man in the courtroom because that discussion never came up. Vitale, you're in contempt for this call right now. Is that criminal, civil, or bullshit contempt? Okay, I'm, I'm going to interrupt. What the hell's going on over there? I'm going to interrupt. Can people who are not speaking, can you please mute out? And can we put this back in onto common law, please? Yeah, for money, sake, money. For the Shane sake is. of recording the call, what's Mike's what's call. Shane and mute these fuckers out. I know. Wish I could. <laughs> But please, you people, if, you're not, yourself okay. if you're not speaking, please put yourself on mute, please. Common give sense. Yourself, give yourself a contempt timeout. <laughs> there you go. All right, anyway, I'm out of here. Everyone have a good one. You as well. Good night, Patel. Good night. All right, talk to you tomorrow, uh, MF. All right, good luck. Thanks for your help. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. I'll be calling you for prison. Poor Vitale. He's not lucky. Based on stuff was too uh, too weird out there, too philosophical. And said when he was doing that, was it a week or two ago? Money when must I spoke with him. Money Mike's noisy. I'm not noisy. I'm right over here. There's no noise where I'm at. Coming from the InfoWars studio, we know who you are. Oh, is that Donaldson? Is he is he hiding over there? Did I hear the tra- is that traffic in the background, or what is that? No, seriously, Face One, he's he's a barker, but he's he's good. He's like a CNI dog. He's very helpful. I listened to him you know, as best as I could, but then you know, no, I, I played it back, and I'm like, is it just a bunch no, of no. shit? You heard his friend talking. What his friend believed. Oh yeah, his friend too. Yeah, that guy. I forgot his name. Uh, Ronnie. That other guy that he was with. Yeah, Ronnie. Okay. Take uh, there. Fixing the pulley or something. You keep telling it, but let's move forward, okay? <laughs> hey, phase one. Did you check your Gmail yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Should I'll I? Check it. Yes, you okay. should. I, I wish I could share the. The just genius and the the wisdom that Face One has helped me uh, uncover. I mean, it's just I just can't feel this call. I think these people are ready. They're stuck one tire one tire down in a rut and they get out. That's all right. That's all right. Let them let them go. They'll find a way. Please don't judge people. We find our own way. This is for sure. Uh, usually at best. Uh, also, people, you know, if you on this call can only help us for a certain amount of time, for a certain amount of people, for a certain limitation, and you know, and the rest, you know, once we still feel we're stuck, no, we we got to do it on our own. Simple as that. 
That's right. Okay, back to common law, please. <laughs> then, can people mute out? Does anyone have a call for Mike? Mike, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. Does anyone have a, a common law question for Mike? And again, everyone who is not speaking, please mute out. Thank you. Well, I'm just wondering about those calls that we've done that many of y'all have listened to. What part of common law are y'all not getting? Did Jesus ever have to write a letter? No. Jesus was a man. All he had to do was say, is it written? What was written? Shit that he already written. It. Yeah, they didn't have economy packs of paper and pens from Walmart back in Jesus' day. But he's telling you that the story of the Bible is telling you how simple it is. Jesus just said, it is written. What was written? The word was written. It was already there. He just had to say, here, look at this record. There you go. End of story. Bada boom. Bing. You got to, you got, I mean, do do the business owners write fucking letters? No, they have a secretary do it for them. So simple, it's scary. Man does not have to deal with all the crap that the corporate world has to deal with. We have ultimate. First, I can't think of the best word, jurisdiction on this land. We don't have to write letters. We don't have to do anything except give a simple notice to the proper entity that trying to encroach on man's jurisdiction, which is the common law. Did you just say all, you, all a man has to do is send a notice to God and everything's done? Pretty much, Mike. Because in God we trust, isn't it? If two, or, if, if two or three of us on this call could get our computers fired up and get in sync, it would be so simple. It would be revealed to you in seconds. It's re- it's written. It's already written. I even posted it on my little scout page that no one pays attention to. Every fucking state acknowledges the common law and statutory world at the same time. It's a dual system. Which one are you operating? You mean a duality? You mean there's a dual system running? There's not just man? Oh, Rocky, you are a genius. What do you... You think this is fucking new? You don't think Carl's been mentioning that since the very first episode? That there's a legal and a lawful... Situation running? Yep. But he hasn't you think tonight you just revealed this amazing secret on us that we didn't oh, already has, has Carl, has Carl showed you where the Mike has Carl showed you where the meat potatoes are? Roddy, hold No Mike. We're not revealing anything. But what Carl revealed was that there is no man acting as judge. There is no man acting what as What are you talking about? There is police officer. And then there's what? you. What are you talking totally about? Totally Carl, has, Carl has never, to my knowledge, Carl has never said there's no such thing as a man acting as a police officer. Yeah, Carl, no, I don't know where you got that I'm from. I'm saying that you say there is a man acting as police officer. Carl says there is a man acting as judge. There is a man acting as uh, officer this. What I'm saying is that's not true. There is an officer, there is a police officer, there is a judge, and then there's you, and you're totally different. 
two separate entities. Stop trying to pull the cloak off of these people over here when you have the highest standing already, and they cannot fuck with you. So how how does your little idea work in court? What, what, how does that look? Man would never go into a statutorily created court, ever. So, big... you, so you just wait for them to bang on your door and take you to jail no, for failure to appear, don't. or wait for them to show up at your work? They no, won't sir. do that. The fictional no. characters look at a man like, what the fuck is this? We're not even going to deal with this, man. I've never seen that happen. What does that look like? You've seen, it happen. you've seen it happen from the Bible throughout history, but you never noticed it. Okay, what does it look like so I know what to look for? The story of Jesus is one. So you see this all day, every day in real life, or are you just saying the Bible says so? Oh, it's in everyday life. I think... I think when, 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 when did you see that happen today? Okay, Mike, I saw a lot of people, a lot of men and women. I mean, I can see them physically. They're men and women. I can touch them. I've seen a lot of men and women enter into the statutory jurisdiction where that officer then has jurisdiction. You, we always, Men and women always enter into that jurisdiction. Yeah. And whether it's by license, permission, or, or doing something, whatever, it's usually by a record where that officer yeah. then has some sort of authority to do something, and then that man and woman, which I see as a man and woman, are then administered per a, you know, an, a, a record or a, a procedure or something. Yeah. Now, what if we don't ever enter into that jurisdiction? What if, what if our jurisdiction is all around us and we just stay in it without giving up our natural... I don't know how to say it. Uh, just our existence. Why was do we find ourselves away? Find ourselves away. Was that, that a big? Was that a super long-winded say, way of saying people need to stop signing contracts with the government? I've heard you say it before, and that's where I got it. So I'm I'm trying to build off what you've said before. Stop signing your life away into another jurisdiction. Into, meaning the jurisdiction, if you don't sign, is the common law. But when you, when you, you know, when we get permits and we do all this stuff, we, we, we lift, I don't know how to say it, we join into this other foggy jurisdiction that, that resides all over the land, but it does not touch the land, and then we're administered, big time. Yeah, it's the same thing when you pay your money and you sign up to be a Boy Scout. You obey the Boy Scout rules while you're acting as a Boy Scout. 100%. Same thing when you sign your mortgage, you're bound to the rules of the mortgage. When you sign up for a driver's license, you're bound to the rules of the driver's license while you're operating under that license. The only reason why that's so powerful, like when you sign up to, to apply for a license, you get the license, is because a man's word is his bond. And that's all we have to live on, right, is, is do I trust another man? And when, when the man gives you his word, that's his word. And so when we all sign up for licenses, 
they the the system this fog that's you know uh hovering over us is going to administer that person and and rightfully so because i signed up to say that i would follow these exact rules 35 miles an hour seatbelt all this crap blinkers working or or whatever it might be homeowners association all this stuff and when we break our word that's when the system starts clamping down on you and i i love that that's a good system it should do that for people who want that uh administration but we don't well, have to you know i do want that administration but not for me like uh, when somebody when somebody signs up to be a public servant and they take on the duties and obligations of serving man then I expect them to stick to the rules. Mike, here's where I'm going to question you, and we might get in a small fight. A public servant never serves man. What say you? Well, yes and no, kind of. They serve the public. And the public is? Mm, I don't know. I guess that could be looked at several different ways. but Associate public with corporations. I don't. That's what they do. Public, yeah. yeah. There's a big presumption there on their part, where where public is people who sign, man and woman who sign up, become persons, you know, maybe involved in a corporation or not, whatever. Individuals who have signed up for a privilege or a benefit, and they they're willing to be administered. So then they have to follow all these statutes. You have to do it. You know, and, and that's not what man does. Man is, you know, unlimited liability. I'm, I'm, I don't need a license to go down the road. You know, you know what I mean. Sorry, sorry for this bad audio, guys, but I'm just trying to get the truth out. Hey, Mike, what we are observing in the records that we basically created, the people created, a long time ago before we were born, but we created them, is that the states still have on the record, they observe the common law and corporate, the common law and statutory. The problem is many people aren't coming in under the common law. And they're saying, I'm a man, when they're really <clears throat> still in the, the public. They're acting as a public entity. They never filed properly. Well, I think a lot of the problem is People listen to Carl, they think they know what he's talking about, but really they've just memorized a bunch of crap. I wonder and then, what he's talking about. But a lot of these people, when they get to court, they start opening their big mouth and they get caught off guard very quickly. And then they yeah. get stomped. True. Be- because what Carl says, the truth of what Carl Lentz says, is it 100% true? But when when he, he can take it into a court, a courtroom, whether statutory, common law, whatever, where, where any courtroom he goes into, he can do it. Because as we know, he's trued and tried and tested. But when other people go in, they don't understand the situation they're in, where the court is not coming after them, the man. They're coming after the record that somebody signed. You know, somebody signed something, and that's the person being persecuted for for whatever reason. 
and yeah. uh, and they they try to pull out Carl Lentz method, and it just no, it, it's not going to work. Carl can do it because he can actually uh, he knows as much as the judge to tell the judge that look, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Or or the the judge is going to have to regulate the court enough to where the prosecutor cannot prosecute, basically. But that doesn't well, happen for everybody. Another thing is Carl's very quick on his feet. He can change on a dime, whereas most people aren't. Like, yeah. uh, he talked about it before. Uh, I think he referred to it as like a one-trick pony. Like he can show you how they take the coin from behind your ear. He can show you how to pull the rabbit out of the hat. But when they run a new trick on you that you've never seen, you're done. If yeah. you can't, if you don't understand the basics behind the tricks, you're going to fall for every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I believe that 100%. I've been there. And so have you probably and everyone listening to this call where it's just they, 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 they have all the tricks and their their job is to get justice in their world, in, in the statutory world. Yeah, and, and as long as there's a signature at the bottom of the page, justice will be done. They they will get justice because a man's word, a signature at the bottom, has to be upheld. If we don't have that, then we have nothing. Then we have chaos. You know, people killing each other. We can't trust each other. All this crap. Well, and that's so- kind of the way I look at things. Like I, uh, at first. I love the non-assumption trick, but I don't even waste my time with it now. I don't think it's beneficial really at all. Yeah. If um, if I don't want to sign a piece of paper, I just don't sign it. Simple as that. Yeah. If Let, I do say- want, if I do want to sign it, I just sign it. No nonsense. I'm not going to put non-assumption and anything else. Yeah. It's either I need this benefit or I don't. Exactly, and I'll, and I'll just man up. If I if I bound myself to that agreement, I'll stick to it. If I can't stick to it because it is actually going to cause me harm, then I will honorably write my way out of it, because the corporation cannot cause harm to the man. Goddamn right, like, and they never and that, will. They never will. And, and that's when I say, "Oh shit! I just realized I'm a man. Sorry about that." And then work out some kind of an agreement where I get to back out. Nobody's really harmed. Because Walmart's not, Walmart's not going to be stuck in the position where they can't buy their kid a GI Joe for Christmas. Whereas I will be harmed. Yeah. In the end, nobody's losing. And that's why we have the, in the U S at least there is no debtor's prison because Mm -hmm. the debt is in a statutory world with fake money, fiat money, all this crap. And there is no debtor's prison anymore. It's all about your word. Have you signed something before or not? Did you agree to this benefit or not? And that's what the officers and all these people out there running around administering people for are checking for. They're, you know, lighting people up. Hey, you have this. You have that. Did you sign for it? Oh, yep. Let me go check the computer. Boom. Yes, you did. Your blinker's out. 250 bucks. Thanks. And go try to fight it with a non-assumption signature. It's not going to happen because the original signature is already there. That you agreed to it. That's the point. Well, back in the day, nobody needed to learn how to read or write. Everybody worked on the farm or around the homestead. 
So as long as there was a witness, you could sign with an X. It doesn't matter if you write Bob Smith, Nana Sumset, or X. If you put the pen to paper, you make your mark on the page, that's your signature, and you're done. Yeah, they call it the mark for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, so what Rowdy and I are talking about, and it's nothing new. It, this all came from Carl. We're not. We're, I'm not. We're not some blast of genius or nothing. Just, just trying to take the next step of how the system works, and 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 how it works. What we think is perfectly. It's administering all these people who have signed up to be administered. And uh, yep. hang on, let me explain a little better. All right, you, remember, you remember a few weeks ago we looked at the word VAT, VAT. You know, there's a conspiracy about the Vatican, but it's it's kind of true, but it's not. It's just the way it is. VAT means immature state. So when you are in court and go to prison, imagine prison like a safekeeping. It's a way to protect you and keep you until someone claims you. You're just being administered because no one has taken control of you because you're still in an immature state. You can't be released on your own recognizance. Well, you just said the key word right there, released. What happens when you get out of prison? You're released as a person, yep. whether it's resident, citizen, driver, all this stuff. You're released back into the statutory world to be administered again. Yep. You're released. You're and there for safekeeping. That's right. And it's because somewhere. either you'll harm somebody or somebody will harm you. And it's the state's duty to make sure you're safe until the rightful owner comes forth. The because you're still in an immature state. I mean, hell, you're, in, you're all caps, little baby. You're drooling all over yourself, pissing yourself, you know. It's, yeah, it's the state's duty to keep an eye on all the people who want benefits and privileges. And they have to keep an eye on that and keep them regulated, keep them administered, keep them controlled for the safety of man because if well, there's a man out there running around who who is just just doing his business you know normal living life the the state's job is there to to protect man and and all these people running around who want to be running around under limited liability benefits privileges the cops are going to be right there to control those people and say you better not hurt this man because man is the source now, well, where's the man? <laughs> well, it it makes sense because if I own a helicopter and there's all kinds of machine guns and grenade launchers on my helicopter and you come up to me and you say, hey, I want to borrow it, I want to take it for a ride, then I have every right because I'm liable for that helicopter if I give you consent to use the helicopter, you could do a lot of damage. So now I have to slap a bunch of rules on you to make sure you don't screw up because I'm liable for what you do with my property because you're acting under me. And so that way, if you break the rules that I put on you, you aren't acting for me, you're acting on your own. Hey, Mike, I don't know your family history in general. Work with me here. Did you ever ask your mom or grandmama for a, like a business license to cook their apple pie, you know? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Did you ever ask your mom or grandma for a Department of Health license permit to eat their food? Nope. You know, make sure it's okay. See, see, that's because they're a trusted common law source. But it's good mm -hmm. to have these 
these government corporations out there to, to check the records. Say, hey, this is a trusted source. If I go here, I'm not going to. Walmart you know. sells apple pies, cherry pies, and I bet you a million bucks they got regulations on those Wal- apple pies left yep. and right because they're selling well, them to the public. Exactly. Well, see, here's another way of looking at it. If if I'm a man going down the road in my property, you may call it a car, and all of a sudden this cop blasts right through a stop sign, smashes into me and kills me, he's liable for that. The agency he's working for at the time is liable for that. Even the state probably. Yeah. But you got to think that Boy Scout rules apply to Boy Scouts. Hockey rules apply to hockey players. And government rules apply to government. So if somebody wants to join up as a government agent and get a driver's license so they can drive commercially for the government, then they are bound to all the government rules, like stop signs, seat belts, speed limits. Believe me, Mike, those are good advisories, too, because we're not all brilliant, you know, 24-7. You know, when when I hopped into a car, I wasn't a man. I didn't know what what to do. Uh, Roddy, 18-wheel driver, and so he knows all those advisory signs, speed limits, turn left here, slow down, know this, know that, don't do this, don't do that, you know, over the hill. Um, He knows that those are for his company, actually, because if, if he doesn't follow those rules and he wipes out a family full of, you know, kids, his company is going to go bankrupt. Fuck the company. Yeah. You think I want to turn over in a ditch? Now, if a man is driving down the road, he doesn't have to look at all those signs. A man would actually know, I should probably slow down. You know, conditions are not that great. I, 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 sh- I just shouldn't be doing You know, we're, we're all cognizant of, of our surroundings. That's what a man does. We don't need a 45-mile-an-hour sign to tell us to go 45. You know, we know what, what we're in control of. We know all that. Now, the problem is, as we're driving down the road, if if you're in a car that that has the front and rear of a state name on it, it's, it's not your car. We've granted an interest in in to the state, so that the state has a a, a small amount of um, let's say administrability over that vehicle which they call a vehicle, which we granted. And so whenever we're doing something, a cop has the right, or at least the authority, like if, we, if we're going 50 and a 45, he has to stop us because he doesn't want us to cause problems for the rest of the people. You know what I mean? It's kind of... If, if you, a man would never register his car, first of all. It's that maximum law you discussed the other night. His property, yeah. A man would never, ever, ever do that. To grant an interest to a state to be administered, he would never do that. Possession is nine-tenths. That's right. What's the other one-tenth, Rowdy? Interest. There it is. There it is. We, We all have possession of all our property, but have we given an interest at some point? whether through a signature, through a licensing, registration, a tag, a 
a uh, permit, something? Of course we have, because that's how the state works. The state is there to protect everyone. Well, man doesn't need protection. Man's self-sustainable, can live his life by himself, grow food. Yeah, a tag and a permit and all that stuff is a, like a notice to the other public that you're regulated, this is what you're going to be doing, we're going to keep you safe, they're part of the limit liability. Yeah, and I know Mike's argument will be like, well, not at all times. You know, how how do you know I'm using my license at all times? Well, the problem is it's on your car at all times. You know, it's it's kind of hard to make that difference, you know, the the separation there. Except yeah, for so take it pulling off. Out your, you're still yeah. pulling out your full rights license, if you will. I don't, I don't call it a license. Instead of pulling out your full rights, bare liability permit, you often bear that. You bear the arms of the uh, person, you know, that's governed. Yeah, the license. You never want to bear a license because that means you are governed. You are the governed, which I thought man was self-governing. You know, so why why would we ever hand over a license that says we're, or a, a piece of identity or, you know, a piece of plastic that says... You know, all these, all, these fuckers, all, all these fuckers want to know is your identity to make sure that they don't trespass on you. Either they can administer you or they have to leave you about your, you know, about your business. Yeah, that's right. Or they have to help you out. Yeah. Any words, folks? That's stuff that we've talked about, and you'll see on the record that I've done it, uh, phase one. Hey, remember yeah. Charlie Sprinkle? Remember Charlie yeah. Sprinkle? Yeah. Well, sometimes the, the state will see that you're uh, you're going to sue their asses, and they'll do it for you, or you can just voluntarily do it yourself. Well, the attorney general would definitely uh, help out man. I had another popo behind me today that just went on by. Hello. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I said I had another popo behind me today that went on by in my little. You know when I told you I sent the letter to risk management. Yeah. I didn't put a bunch of codes or anything like that. I just said, hey, they're they're violating you know my free will, my right to travel and all that stuff. I, I, I don't want to test this out, but I am willing to bet that they sent a letter to somebody and said, hey, you have no right to trespass on this man when he's without his free you know, free will. Why don't you just write a letter to the Secretary of State and ask him? Nope. I don't need to do that. They didn't respond to your other letter. Yeah, but that's your guy, though. That's your guy. It was too obvious. Yeah, sorry, that's your office. Sorry, that's your office, not guy. Office. But they know that they don't have, you know, they can't trespass on a man. Uh, yeah, but are you on record as a man? When I when I mean on record as a man, I mean off record as a statutory person. You know no, 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 no. You're not getting what I'm saying. Like with Charlie Sprinkle and others, you can you can indirectly do it. They'll do it for you. Sometimes. That sounds good. 
proceed back quiet. Wait for Money Mike to jump on. Why do you say that? Nope. I will not jump on. There's some good <laughs> shit here going on. I'm surprised, huh? Nope, I'm going to yield back and listen to you uh, spew the intelligence. So, okay. uh, you know, some people don't believe in it, but I'm just going to use it as an example. Uh, I just sit here popping up on the phone, the Declaration of Independence, and at the bottom, what did they do? They noticed everybody. Pretty much the world. Yeah, so there is a source here, here in America. There's a one singular source for you to put the proper notice to anybody and everybody. Well, what good is notice, though, Roddy? Uh, to prevent accidents. Well, but accidents where? Like, well, it, notice does not prevent accidents, first of all. Okay. Well, my first. My first. Well, notice. Let's play. Let's play devil's devil's ad right now. What is it? Why, Tell us. Who are you going to give notice to and why and what's the point? Okay, Carl's already told us. You just go in and be a man. All right? And and the the system will recognize that. And they have. But not every time. So what's the problem? They don't have it coming from a recognized authority. I thought I was a recognized authority. You are, but you haven't had your servant that they recognize do it for you. They can't recognize you, but they can recognize your servant. Roddy, you're getting you're getting a little bit uh, you're getting shady on me. No, I'm not. I was the recognized authority. Yes, I am. Now. No, you're not. Are you sure? Yeah, you're, you're just a low life scum. Don't play the games. Come on. The Illuminati is going to get you. Now, why, why do we have to send notice to another entity? Just one. Why do we have to do that? To be honorable. Well, of course, because man is always honorable. Now, that entity, what does it do? It notices others. It notices what? What does it notice? The statutory world. The corporate statutory democracy department. Uh-huh. The bullshit world. What is it notice it of? What what is the notice like what does it notice it of? Like what what is the knowledge that is being spread here? It tells them your business. Which is your status. No. Starts with the P. What's my business? Private. Very good. Private versus public. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, what was that? Hang on. Anybody wants to look it up? Has everybody got their laptops ready? This is going to be powerful wisdom shit right here. I'm going to Skype. I post it. I post so much shit. I lose track of the record. 
Don't don't go too deep into that because they're not ready yet. Start start earlier. I got to tell this word. I got to tell this word. But they won't get it. Oh, your own jurisdiction. It means you're by your own right. It's called sui juris. Well, if you if you study that word sui juris, it goes down to what's called patria potestas. Anybody well, has a dictionary? Look that word up on uh, like legal free dictionary. P a t r i a. I've also heard of sui, you know, sui, you know, sui juris. I've also heard of sui. C I D E suicide. Huh? How do you spell suicide? Suicide. That means you die daily. Yeah, S U I. You are dead. Suicide. S A C E W O N E. Yes. But look seriously, guys. This goes back to jurisdiction. Listen, this is this is good wisdom right here. Sui juris means your jurisdiction. You're going to be a jurist, juris, jurisdiction. Now look this word up now. P-A-T-R-I-A, patria. Next word is potestas, P-O-T-E-S-T-A-S. Look that up, put two words together. Roddy, they won't do it. It's I'll re- I'll write it I'll write it down and then I'll look it up later on. I don't have no net connection right now. All right, repeat repeat it to me. P O T R A. P R A. Yeah. P R A. What do you got? P R A. Ah, wrong. No, use it. I was I was waiting for you to spell it out. Test test this or something. <laughs> No, no, the first word is Pat. Oh, yeah, Pat, P-A-T. R-I-A, Patria, P-A-T-R-I-A. Okay. The next word okay. is Potestas, P-O-T-E-S-T-A-S. A-S, okay. Now, Roddy, you're, 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 what? you're barking up the wrong tree with Money Mike. I know he's a he's a jokester. No, I just like I just like looking shit up. I'm not I don't I don't try to like I'll learn there, but I won't I won't try to apply it. You know, you're a fiat money spender. You'll be all be all weird about it. If it ain't in Black's Law right now, I don't care. Yeah, he only looks up statutory law. Which is by which is by the way, just like a. Black Law is like Reader's Digest. Like I mean, to really get the meat and potatoes, you got to go to like words and phrases or or CJS or crap like that. Money Mike, I don't like to mess with. I don't like to mess with that stuff. Money Mike, can I ask you a question? <clears throat> yes. Are you? And are I you promise self- you. I promise you. I will answer it this time. Go ahead. Uh, are you self-governing? I'm self-something. I don't know if I'm self-prevenant. Uh, define self-prevenant. Governing. Are you self-governing? Oh, am I self-governing? Uh, hmm. Like a man would be? As as much as I can be. Now, um, see, Rowdy? He, he, he's <laughs> in the football big time. Thank God. What we're, what we're basically saying is if you have to go into court and say you're a man, you've got a problem. If, if you're well, I don't have general, enough guns anyway, so no. If you're, no, if you're I'm attorney kidding. general, look. If your attorney general doesn't do do it for you, you've got a serious problem. That's right. Does any business yeah. does, does, the, does the president of Coca Cola write you a letter? Well, no. It's always their secretary. 
So you got to get an attorney general to do it for me and not no regular, ordinary lawyer. That's what you're saying. You can't afford an attorney general. Attorney, Attorney General, uh, uh, B A T M A N. Uh, no. Um. Okay, this is going. No, how, no, no. How do you call it? Um. No, I'm saying, yeah, go ahead. I want to talk to Bob T. All right, I'll mute out and listen. No, no. <laughs> Finally, Money Mike muted out. That's good. Uh, Aquila, do you have any questions about what Roddy and I are talking about? Well, I looked it up. But the worst, the worst you guys were saying. Yeah. Hmm. And did you find? It says uh, in Roman family law, power that the male head of a family exercises over his children. And it's more remote descendants and the male line, whatever their age, as well as over those brought into the family by adoption. Uh, Aquila, can I, uh, you're on Edom Online, correct? I am not, but I can't. Oh. This is just a, uh, a regular dictionary. There are several explanations for it, but the key thing is jurisdiction. Whose jurisdiction are you in? Sometimes <clears throat> it's a dual it's a dual system, and you'll be in a jurisdiction considered like a corporate city or corporate state, but you're not you're in their jurisdiction, but you're not of their jurisdiction. And that's that word yeah. sui juris. It means by your own right. You are separated. You are under the common law. You are not under statute law when you do it properly. Roddy, Roddy, I'd be very careful using that swagerous because uh, that is a legal term, and man, man does not need other terms to define ourselves. You know what well, I mean? Well, I'm using I'm using big words to describe private. Yeah. Okay. If we're if we're making a distinction between systems, of course, where, but even at the same time, the the statutory world has nothing to do with man. They can make all the terms and phrases they want, and you, all we have to say is, oh, I'm going about my business, private, you know, none of your business. Right? I mean, every every word that you think of, Aquila, or anybody listening, pertaining to common law, like private, look it up on Edom Online, look it up on whatever dictionary you can find, and you'll pretty much come to the same conclusion. That it is separate. There are two different systems in this country running at the same time. Okay, now Mike, Mike I think Mike Miller knows that, and uh, other people have recognized that. But the problem is, when we go into a courtroom setting, you have to understand which courtroom you're going into. What kind of court is it? Is it a what? What jurisdiction do they have? And if they're calling you in, if you're being summoned into a court uh, under a certain jurisdiction and, and you, you haven't entered that jurisdiction, then you're still a man. But Jurisdiction only is, is the word is control. And, Mike, are you on the call? Where does jurisdiction say control at on the law books or the Edema line? 
I don't. I didn't see it. Uh, Carl. Carl always says jurisdiction has to do with control. Mike, you are you control, on the call? You control what you're in <laughs> by your own right. Yeah. Okay. But I want to see where. Well, there's a record show. Uh, I can read this from Asimali Man, um, 1600. Of full legal age and capacity, the ancient Rome, of the status of one not subject subject to the I can't even say the word so whatever word you said for first element, see surgeries or second element. So let me type in that. You remember that word VAT was talking about immature state. Okay. What do you what you just read means you. Of a grown man's mind now, or grown, your grown woman, you're no longer subject to the statutory control. Okay. But the business world, what does the business world do when they come into your area? They declare their business and what their intent is and what they're going to be doing. Why don't you do the same thing? That's the point. Anywho, what's up, Face One? What's up? Do you do you want to one more time? It's up to you. Well, maybe one more last time. Do you want to share that form so they can get an idea of what's going on? Uh, no, because they won't understand it. They, Just look at it for reference. Who's they? Aquila and Cheyenne. <laughs> you people. You people. Whatever. It's I can always right look it up what I don't understand. It's right in front of you. Just look at it. Roddy, uh, they're, they're still stuck on the one man and, you know, the 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 man, the cop is a man and all this stuff. <laughs> but a man declares his status prior to getting in trouble, right? Well, I mean, what do you mean? Like, like you, you go up to a woman, she knows you're a man, right? Well, I mean, she has eyes and ears and hands, and I hope so. So she noticed that you were a man. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to declare your age, sometimes. Eight Come on, dude. Just give out the name of that form or I can give them mine. Oh, no, yours is better. I like yours. It's three It's three words. We've already it's given it out, Rowdy. No, no, no. One more time because, you know, people are busy. No, they're distracted. You know, they got phones going off, timers. They won't look it up. They'll still be stuck on the Carl, I'm a man thing. How's that work for him lately in his traffic cases? Hmm? How's that working for his little traffic tickets lately? Well, we're going. I went to court, you know, got reloaded, but... You know. you know, the man's responsible for his kids, right? Yeah. So whoever's on record is being administered 
you know, some man's going to have to come forth and pay that fee. I don't know. There's, what don't uh, you know? Well, I, I I don't know who's on this call and who's listening and who actually cares. And what we, me and you had just said for the past 45 minutes. Come on. I'm, you better interrupt me. I'm about to give out the name. You can give it up. <laughs> they won't look. They won't look it up, and they won't care. They won't see what you and I see. They'll this only look at, at, at And how do you know that to be true? Because Aquila, I've been listening to you for almost a year and a half. And? And you stuck in the rut. What? And, <laughs> and I, I want to get you out. Me and Roddy want to get people out of that rut, but... He's, she's you know, infatuated with Carl. Yeah. And you... <laughs> she's, she's, stuck on the, she, she's stuck on the man. And I'm what, stuck on the wisdom as well. If you go back, if you go back and listen to all 500 hours of Carl, and then you take the next step forward, you'll get it. But most people don't. They just listen to Carl listen. and then they stop and they're stuck. Listen, listen, listen. listen. They don't know private. what the next step is. The private. The next step for us what? Depends Hello? what you're going through. Hello. Hello. It is low. Well, uh, How are you better? Well, the private and the public have kind of a same system, but the public has a whole body of statutes they got to watch for, okay? But it's going to be pretty much the same entry. Now, I'm going to drop this one more time, just for review and research purposes. You can study the definitions, uh, you know, look for it. Are you ready? <clears throat> Type in the search bar. <clears throat> Texas assumed name. Anybody? Texas assumed name. It's going to be Form 503. Now, when the scriptures say you must be born again, look on Adam online and look up the name Assumed. Or Assume. You'll love what you see. Hello, Breaker Breaker. Anyone out there? (laughs) What's up, up, Beaver? My Beaver Aquila. Is anybody there yet? Hello? Assume early 1500s of something to to receive up into heaven, especially of the Virgin Mary. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Why government form, even though it's not a government form, but we'll explain that later. Why would a, a a form offered by the government ever use the word assumed when when not dealing with man? And why is it in the Old Testament and the New Testament when God had a word for somebody, they were called up, he changed their name? 
be called a man of the world, the legal world. Where Aquila, we're born into a presumptive uh, legal world. That's what we're born into. That's fine. Okay. Because it's full of benefits, privileges. It's full of safety, actually. Place one. Go ahead. Satan is a liar. You know what he did in the beginning and at your birth? Freaking what? copied, Freaking copied your heavenly name and made a mockery out of it. Sure. Uh, sure. I think I got this. Let me see. Let me see. I believe you guys are saying to me, okay, when I was born, okay, they assume I was that entity corporation person, but now that I'm a woman, I'm no longer a child, woman child, um, I know who no. I am. I'm a woman, right? No, and, they, they, they didn't assume anything. What they did was took your name to give them rights to invest in you and use your land. Like they took my name in vain. Yes. And you ever like, wonder why? Like, the, we, like the preachers the do. They preach about Jesus, but they're doing that in vain. No. They wanted rights to your land, and they still have to pay 10% to you for using your, your land because you were born. They invested right. in you. They invested in you. Your name is powerful. Your signature is powerful. That's why they still say it's backed it's by the full faith and credit of the people. It's huge. It's powerful, man. I'm back quiet. <laughs> not, not, I'm, uh, Roddy I'll made get a, it. I've just got to hear it a couple of times, but I'm going to go over this with you guys saying. Roddy I made a mistake. They, they took your name. They don't take your name. The name was given by your parents to an entity called the state. And what the state does, is the state is in the business of protecting property, and that's it. They're called the land of these United States. So that no foreigners come in and take what is rightfully yours, or your parents, or mine, or Rowdy. And so what they, what happened is, I think, is they will take your name, Put it on the register saying that you have a right, you are a rightful heir to a piece of this land. Now, you're, you're just a child. You're an immature state. You, 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 have, you can't claim anything until you get to a certain age called maturity. And at maturity, if you don't claim that or, or say who you are, the state is still going to hold on to it for you, guaranteed. And they're going to administer that name for the rest of their life because they don't know if you're a pirate or if you're someone else is using that name or not. They don't care. It's all about how we present that name. And we always present it in an immature state way. Like, oh I need a license. I need a permit. I need I need a you know, I need a mortgage. I need this. I need to borrow money. I need to do that because I can't do it by myself. I'm not a woman. That's what the state is doing. It's only there to protect property. It's not. It doesn't own the property. It's holding it for you. Just, it's a holding company, huge insurance holding company, benefit provider, all this stuff. Now, what this, what the form says, is that if you claim, not claim your name, but if you just say, look, I understand that that legal name 
exists, the, the name that the state is holding property for, that name does exist. It has to exist in their books. Otherwise, you would have no airship to this land. What was that word or passage you found where the default caretaker is the... Secretary of State. What? The default guardian of all property. The guardian, not owner, not, you know, not the guardian. He's uh, not even trustee because that means he would have a lot more liability. Just the guardian. The guardian can hire trustees such as police, such as fire departments, such as... Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Before you reveal who the guardian is, it's basically like the voters voting a new president in. Now watch this. Keep going. Okay, well, people don't vote for presidents, but anyway. What are you saying? I said voters. I didn't say people. I said voters. All right, tell them who the guardian is. The Secretary of State. What what stamp is on the very top of your birth certificate? And the birth certificate is a good thing. It's a, it's a dual form, just like a check is a is a multi-purpose form. I can cash it, I can deposit it, I can transfer it, I can do lots of things with one piece of paper. The birth certificate is the same thing. It was it was granted by the state uh, by because your parents requested it. And what it is is a dual placeholder. It's a record of an event that a soul was born on this land with air rights. You have I, I got to throw, throw this in, man. You helped me realize this the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're considered born of a virgin or the mama and the daddy, you know, the, the state is your daddy, right? Yeah. Well, what's that game? Anybody? Uh, Quilla, are you still there? I'm always here. You remember when somebody would, I don't know if you played this when you were younger, they would twist your arm or something, and, and, and they would only release if you said this. They would tell you to say what? Uncle? Uncle Sam. There you go. <laughs> you have no daddy, so the the default caretaker is your... Daddy's next of king, next of kin. That's oh, Uncle so Sam. Uncle. Yep. Okay. Keep going, phase one. You all go. Sound like he was breaking up. Okay. But just. Just look at that form. If you if you jotted it down, it'll give you an idea of what's going on. No one's ever declared you as taking, you know, being your proper caretaker. It goes to the default, which is the the top name on the uh, birth record. So someone comes forth and says, "You know what? I'm going to elect a new caretaker." Yeah. Somebody. Well, I guess you got to claim it. Who you are? Make a claim. I think, face one, I think face one's back on. Mike is here, but 
Not phase one. Oh, no. It's hard to think on my own without that guy. Like a left brain, right brain. <laughs> I think everybody would be that way. Yeah, but if you get that uh, Texas assumed name, it's form five zero three. Just just scan through it and watch what it's how it reads. It's as if you wrote it. Or someone for Texas, you know, because ultimately you are the state, the people are the state, and they're just making sure that the corporations behave properly. No one's coming in and taking the people's wealth. It's a good system. Race one is back. Each yeah, race one. Oh, there you go. Race one. You want to take up? Yeah. I was just merely mentioning Uncle Sam when there's no daddy around. The daddy's brother takes care of the family. Okay, I'm back. My, I just had a sim failure, I, but I'm back. Yeah, it was but, Illuminati. But did you see yeah. where I left off there about Uncle Sam? Uh, the the very important point about that is, and it also relates to that uh, Petraeus, Patronus thing you're talking about, is Pater, you, you know, uh, Aquila, you know what matter is, right? Like mother, like uh, yeah. maternal. You know, maternity is mother. Okay. Paternity is father. Well, yeah, in Spanish, patron. That means like divorce, patron. Uh, Yeah, pater meaning more like father. So when Roddy was telling you earlier, you know, a half hour ago about that uh, paternos, uh, patrios, or whatever it was. The the point is is who is the father of you? Okay. Now, when you look at your birth certificate, and I look at mine, body look at his, guaranteed, it's got your mother's maiden name on it. So you have no father because the the secretary of state, the the state you were born in, cannot claim you know fathership over you, right? You you do have a father, whether married or not, you, you do have a father. So what they do is they just they separate that and say, Oh, the maiden mother gave us right to this name. Not the baby, not the child, not the man, not the woman, just this name. And for a really good reason. Because business, you know, corporate business, uh pretty much envelops our whole life. It's huge. You know, like, and and if if, if it goes unregulated, uh, the corporate business would eat man alive. We would be left with nothing. You know, Microsoft being as rich as it is, or Boeing, or the Exxon, they they would have all the wealth of your land, of your family's land, your mother's land. And so, what the state does is says, we're gonna we're gonna say that this is a bastard name, and we're gonna take. We're going to hold this name as a placeholder of heirship to this land. Once this child becomes of age, of maturity, and if they claim it, the land of these United States, they have rights to this land. 
as man and woman. And none of us have done that. Not one of us has done that. We've always used that name in the other sense, which is the legal sense, meaning I want a benefit. I want a privilege. I want a license. I want, I want this. I want that. I want this. I want a mortgage. I need to borrow money because I'm, I'm immature and I, I have no money ever. I'm always broke. And so that's how we get trapped in this. Uh, we don't get trapped. That's how we put ourselves into this position where we are today, where everything about our life is administered. So I want you to think about that word I said before, Patrias Patronus, pater, meaning father, or uncle. Like you said, when you say if you want to give up, you say uncle, Uncle Sam. Patrias, meaning father. What is George Washington called in our history books? The first president? The oh, the, the father, father. The founding father? Yeah. Right? Is he not a founding father? That's pretty weird, right, when you think about it. Yeah. But the, it, it's okay, though. Now that we know that, okay, now it's okay. Now we can deal with it. But we never realized that before. Why are they called the founding fathers? Well, because the state, the United States, stepped in for your protection against the corporate world that was enveloping this country, the railroads, the the mining, the coal, just everything, these big corporate entities who could just eat man alive, take their property, you know, cut off farming. They could do anything they want because they had all the money. The state stepped in and said, nope, we're going to regulate that. And we're going to be the founding father. We're going to be your father against the corporate world. We we know you have a mother and father at birth. We already know that. But over here, we need standing. The, the, the government needs standing in your name to stop these entities from basically destroying your land. And that's what they they have done, and they keep doing it very well, actually. The only problem is we keep stepping in as that infant child into the state, that infant child. I need permission to go drive. I need permission to do this. I need, Please sign here, sign there. Okay, fine. All that is meant for the corporate state or the corporation. But we keep doing it, you know. And all we have to do is just back out of that, back out of it slowly, Tell this, give notice to that corporate state, the founding fathers, everybody, just give notice, simple notice up to your secretary of state, what your name is, because it's doing business in your name. It's protecting you and your family in your name. It's borrowing money in your name. It's doing everything in your name, all in the legal name. All you have to do is say, this is my name. I am separate. I am different. It's the same name, but this is who I am. Just give them one piece of paper, and they will never mess with you again, and you will have airship rights to the land. Well, I'm definitely going to look at you that, girls, really. That's how you become a woman, right there. I'm already a woman. I'm already a woman. But they say otherwise. 
I know you're a woman, but nobody else does. That's the problem. I know you're a woman, Aquila. You know I'm a man. But the overarching corporate world, which does regulate and administer everything with the state right behind it, does not know that. As far as they know, we've signed our, our, you know, our ability onto every single piece of paper that they hand in front of us which basically says you're you're basically a child and you need to be administered for everything. Mortgages, loans, you know, benefits, privileges, insurance, this and that. And we sign it because we didn't know any better. Actually we we were pretty immature. But thanks to Carl, we can take the next step and we can figure out what it really means to be a woman. And what it means is give a simple notice. Because the, the the statutory world is doing business all day long in your name, Aquila. And they're doing it to protect you. To protect you from Microsoft, from Boeing, from Exxon, from Walmart, from all these huge corporations. So they don't just eat up all our land. They don't eat up all our water. They don't eat up all our food. Good to know. Well, I won't go into it, but imagine the United States military, if you were overseas and you were being held hostage. You know, in theory, they should do is invade and come get you because you're in a you're in a foreign jurisdiction. You're there. You know, they love you. You're part of them. Now, locally, in a corporate so you're, let's say you're in your private capacity. Let's say the corporate world wants to detain you and harass you when they know that you're, you're a woman or a man. Do you think they want the state militia or the attorney general coming after them? Oh, hell no. Of course not. <laughs> That's what we have militias for, attorney generals, is to keep the corporate world in their place. The the Constitution, what what state are you in or on, Aquila? Right now, Virginia. Okay. I guarantee you on the, on the, in, in, written in the Constitution for the state of Virginia, it clearly outlines the protections for men and women. I guarantee it in like maybe the first 10 articles, something. And then it goes on to corporate, what, what the corporates can do in statutory. And those first 10 articles is exactly what the corporate world can never touch their finger into or they'll get burned big time. As long as you are in that jurisdiction. If you've signed your name to a piece of paper and and brought yourself, assumed yourself up into a different jurisdiction, you're done. The, The statutory world will eat you alive. Guaranteed. And that's what it should do. And that's what we have done. Oh, yeah. So what Roddy's talking about is if, if we back out slowly, because our whole life we lived kind of in this, you know, foggy corporate jurisdiction, statutory stuff, just back out slowly and give notice. And they cannot touch you. They cannot put their finger 
on this side. Some you of the people mix jurisdictions. You cannot do that. So some men and some women, if they get bored, and and foreigners, aliens, they can participate in the corporate world if they want, and, and they're called what? Meddlers. Or citizens. Citizens have rights, too, you know, only while you're in that capacity. And then you can go back, you know, to your own private capacity when you're in private. Oh, man man can go either way. We can go either way, but they cannot. That's the beauty that Carl talks about. You know, we, we can do whatever we want. We can join this one, join that one, be in and out anytime we want. However, we have to do it honorably. And if I say I'm a driver and I sign my name to be a driver and I have a car that is my property, but I I give the state interest and put tags on the front and back and everything, and then I go on what they call their jurisdiction, a public roadway, I better follow the rules. I cannot just step out and be like, I'm a man doesn't work that way. I signed my name to say I was a driver. And I, without, that, if I say I'm not, then I'm dishonorable. Right there. Knee to the back. Get down. Go to jail. Well, I signed my name, in a In yeah. question, actually. The private can use. You should always use. Yes, I did. You should always sign your name, Aquila, whatever you do. However, on the record, there should be a name, the same as yours, called Aquila, that says, I do business in private. Now, the private can use public. public entity. Watch this. The private can use public. If you pay attention to every sign around you, public can never use private. Never. Never. Because common law is unwritten. The the public would never know my law. Ever. But I would know the public's law. I would definitely know the public's law because I can see it. You know, there's signs everywhere giving me notice of what the public does. But man does not have to follow that. It just can't hurt anybody, cause harm, harm, loss, injury. You know. If I don't, no big worry. I'm free to roll because this is my jurisdiction. It's, it's Aquila's jurisdiction. It's Roddy. We are the original jurisdiction. The statutory exists above us just a little bit. If we choose to join it, you better honor your word. Hey, dude, if you check your Gmail, I went outside today and turned on the water hose, water and flowers and stuff. Yeah. And for some reason, it felt good. I said, this is my fucking water, by God. It's mine. All right, I'm checking it right now. Because it went back into the earth anyway. But who's going to tell me how to use my water? Uh, Well, exactly, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Bob? (laughs) And And I'm still muted. Oh, thank God. Yes, mute this fucker out. How you go? Mute this fucker out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, 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 one minute now, they start. Okay. 
Money Mike, yeah. what do you have to say to Aquila, I guess? What, what's your advice? To say about what? Oh, I, I want to know what Money Mike wants to say to you, like his advice about, you know. Uh, oh, like, oh, like I'm, oh, like I'm really smart uh, uh, about all that. Come on now. I gotta get my, I gotta get my, I gotta get my, I gotta get my shit together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get her shit together now. No, get real. Together. She gonna have all her shit. But money, have you researched? I don't curse. That's the first point. I couldn't hear you, Face. What what would you say? What did you, what did you say, Face? Go ahead, Roddy. I was on the phone today with the uh, the county lady. Mm-hmm. Because I was asking her about noticing them and everything, and she and she goes, "No, if it, if if your business is declared by the Secretary of State, guess where she said I have the right to use it at." Uh, in that county, for sure. No, anywhere in the state. Oh, really? Oh, if it's noticed in her county, you no, can... No, 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 no. She goes, what you do is to declare your business is you go to the Secretary of State. And she says if it's, if it's done through them and through their seal, you can use it anywhere in the state. Don't you have to record it at least in the county you live in just to be honorable? No. You don't have to, but I asked her, I said, well, wouldn't it be honorable to just notice the county? That I'm in, the county I'll be operating in. She goes, "Yep," and we have a certificate for that. Oh. But I love that she said, "If it's done by the secretary, it's everywhere in the state." Yeah, the secretary knows what's up because that's your office. That is your secretary. He's your secret keeper. But local, of course, is honorable and quicker. You know. Uh, definitely I would do it, uh, at least the county I live in, but the secretary should take care of that. And if you go across county line and you get, you know, harassed, but let's say by some police officer or something, you should have the secretary's number on speed dial and say, hey, officer, call this guy real quick before he trespasses on man. But don't they have something or... Shouldn't they have something like a card that you can have? And once the officer sees it, you can type in his computer, and there you go. No, it's not his record. It's just your name. It's just your name, Aquila. He goes, what's your name and address, and bam, that's it. That's right. That's what what some of these questions were about. You 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 don't? just, Just your name and address. Man, man never offers any ID or identify. You know, make ID means to be identical to something else. And no, we don't do that. You just if the officer actually stops you, you're really nice. Say what's going on? Did I cause a problem? No. Nope. Uh, well, what's your name? First thing they ask you, you give him your name, full name. He's gonna go back to his computer, look it up. And it's going to be on the Secretary of State's record as basically not a person, not a driver, like that. You know, some of those forms are forbidden, you know, actually corporations. But I asked them about the uh, publish it in the newspaper for two weeks. And basically I was told, nope, the office is considered the local public notice place. 
That's it. It is. Yeah. You don't it's have common, to. It's a common law place. A common law place. That's right. The steps of county courthouse is the common law place. That's man's jurisdiction right there. The yep, steps. Out secret, secretary or county, that's it. Yeah, don't go inside, because inside is a bunch of statutory crap. Just stay outside, stay on the steps, give your notice, and that's public, that's the common law notice. Not public notice, but common law notice. My name Mike, I hear you playing with the phone. <laughs> you said that's me? Just what evidence do you have of that? The record. I, here. All right. Anyway, I, I got to go to bed, guys. I do, too. Good call. Yeah, very good. Well, I ain't going to bed right now, but you, bye-bye if you guys go on. Well, the key thing is, Face One, wants to, he stressed it with me in a couple of talks. It's all about what does the paper say, what is on the record. And every word that you think of is being used by the corporate world or anything you hear from Carl. Look at the definitions, and you'll see a difference between private and public and how they share jurisdictions. And it's always written. If something is on the record somewhere, when an officer stops you and you give it your name and he goes back to his computer and he comes back to administrate you, it's because there's a record. There's something. He's got a bite. He's got jurisdiction. Carl's message was... Carl's message, he was trying to simplify it for us to understand so that uh, trying to use, like, simple simple words as possible to uh, understand, help us understand what all the statutory and uh, all those other words meant. Basically. Ain't it? No, uh, that no, just sounds no, like what, it, no, what I thought no, I heard. That's not what Carl was doing. Well. <laughs> no. Carl, Carl was trying to tell you that what he learned through his 10-year ordeal was that there is a difference between lawful and legal. There is a difference between person and man. And what most people who listen to Carl take out of that is, yeah, I'm a man. And you just walk out in the public and act like a man and, and think you have no laws against you, all this stuff. Oh, I can just walk into court and be like, I'm a man. No, you can't. What Carl was telling you was the person... Will you shut your have, mouth and let him in the damn call already? The person have acquired... Shut your mouth. You have acquired... Let him in the damn call you already. You... If the police come back to arrest you, it's because of one goddamn problem. And it's because you don't know how to shut your fucking trap. You What movie is that from? Oh, my. What movie was that from? Are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> shut up? Are you letting it in the damn dog? <laughs> There's a there's God a Batman reject. We come here for entertainment purposes. If you idiots are on here talking about water, water, really? Hey, Colin. 
that's Gordon Hall, man. Get that guy out of here, man. That's Gordon Hall. Get get there, man. Get him. You're a Do whatever it is. you have of that, brother. I'll see you at the forum. What the hell is wrong with you? What you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do with this Biden's law books come after you? Right now, you tell her that if she wants one night with a real man, she can come and ride Space Mountain free of charge. It may be the oldest ride in the park, but it's still got the longest line. Jeez. Okay, Mike is back. Back to you, Mean Gene. Okay, I mean Roddy K. Back to you, Mean Roddy. Okay. Mean. Oh my God, Gene! Woo! Mean Mike. We're following on hard times. We're talking about public and public, if you will. Who is that? You don't know hard times. Who don't know hard times? Guess, guess number, guess number or something. Duffy, shut up. Duffy, shut up. have you getting back to us from the dead? Let me tell you something, Duffy, though you are still cage match. Let me tell you something about the public, if you will. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, American Dream, you know, hard times. <laughs> hard times? The working man? Woo. All right, hang on a second here. I got some leftover. I got some leftover helium from my. I wish we could. I wish we could. Just a second. I got some. I got some leftover helium from my uh, friend's birthday party. Hang on. I wish. Hang on. I wish we could. Wait. Hi, this is uh, Dallas. I just got a few questions for you. Uh, is that okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dallas, Texas, home of the Woo, No, this is Cal- California, Ooh. California, Dallas, California, Dallas. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hi, this is the Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> I have now been turned into a squirrel by Nature Boy Rick Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Should I keep him going? Woo! Yeah, he's gone now. Wahoo McDaniels. Where is he? Woo! <laughs> 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 Flair's a man. Do you believe that I'm threatening you? That's the question. Walk Where that out. <laughs> He is the Shit. man that took Sting 60 minutes back in Clash of the Champions. Woo. Yeah. I thought he went, well, he went, he went a pretty damn long uh, time with uh, Barry Windham also. Yeah, the 60 minute though one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, Nature Boy, he would stand a chance against The Rock. 
Rock would make him know his role. Anyway, this call's about the end if it hasn't already. Whoa! Nature <laughs> <laughs> boy, he'll take us all night long. <laughs> take it down now! <laughs> in his wrestling career, he used to do a chop, you know, with his hand. And anytime someone uses it, they still say "woo" today. Yeah. Legendary, legendary chop. Y'all have a blessed night. Keep searching and pressing forward. And uh, and all that, and a bag of potato chips and whatever. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and uh, good night, Roddy K. Good night, uh, Aquila. Good night, Vital. Good night, Mike. Good night, Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> 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 I ain't going out there without getting one more woo-woo. There you go. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Call recording has been completed. All right. Recorded live. Mike is back. I think there's some uh, retarded people who hung up there. Well, I guess they was just having fun. Yeah. I've been doing research on the uh, Public Lands Act and uh, trying to figure out um, about Put it, making a claim for land. I guess you do, like when they did the gold rush. Yeah. Take it out and go claim it. Put a claim on it. And if I guess nobody comes forth and says it's theirs, maybe it's yours. That might be a way. Yeah, I've been reading in the in the Claims Act. It's 108 pages long, but right at the bottom, I guess they changed a lot of rules. I think it was 1964 or 1968 or something where it seemed like it was way easier to get a homestead uh, prior to 1964. I'm not familiar with it at all.
Yeah, and then I'm going to have to stop reading these acts and just do it myself because they don't make sense anyhow. So what's new with you, Aquila? Today. Yeah. I'm Today alive. Now. Well, that's good. And well, yes, I could be. I got my wife, so well, maybe not have everything I wish for, but I have my wife. I know previously you had talked about um, you losing your house, right, to foreclosure? Yeah. Did you ever... uh, Remedy that or change that or? Well, I do have a claim on file. I mean, I guess I could go back to it, but I'm not going to pursue that avenue. I'm going to move forward. I think I I have my life, and I can, you know, always get another property, if you will. Yeah. And so I'm pursuing that. It's just much better. I was thinking what. Yeah, I was thinking of what Carl says, you know, like a man or a woman can claim damages even though it's like 20 years or or next generation or whatever. So at any time in the future, now or in the future, you could claim damages for your set, for your sweat equity, right? In in, in the home they foreclosed. Perhaps I can, but... uh. My mind not there, not there anymore, to be truthfully told. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm pursuing, like I said, to get land. And when I do, hopefully I can, uh, you know, work and save up money and build my own house. And I don't have to borrow money from anybody or, you know, just do it myself. That's That's my hope, at least, you know. And we'll see. What happened? At least I'm working on it. Oh, yeah. I really am. I'm working on some things, so we'll see what happens. Are you thinking of getting land on Virginia or, or another state? Well, Virginia, and I had West Virginia as well in mind, but I'm leaning more towards Virginia, truth be told. So we'll see. Do they have, uh, I know in Canada they have stuff called crown land, but on the United States, do they have stuff, like in Virginia, do they have stuff that's like uh, public lands or, or whatever they call it? Like land? Oh, yeah, they have a pub- lot of land. Yeah. So so you could also claim uh, off public land, like claim claim a portion of that land for yourself, right? Yeah, I sort of like the swallows, right, but I'm going a different route. I'm trying to go a different route uh, to obtain some land. So, okay. And it's called a basic tax sales. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. If someone Perfect. didn't pay their tax on the property, oh yeah, usually the tax sales. Yeah, usually the county auctioned it off something. But I thought about doing it in a different way. So, it's still taking. People property. I'm just, I'm just thinking about. I mean, I'm, I'm on some list 
then they do know the farming when there is a, a cell or something. So I'm th- thinking about doing it a little different. See, that's an interesting <laughs> point about, about property tax. Because last, like a bit over a year ago, I wrote a letter, a simple letter to uh, to reduce my uh, uh, property tax by over half, like get 50% reduction. And so I wrote that letter. I got the 50% reduction last year, and this year when I got my my property tax notice, that that reduction is still there. So one simple letter, you know, instead of uh, I think Carl talks about this. Instead of fighting uh, something after the fact, it's better to pre pre fight it or, or you know or set up set it up with 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 letters and, and notices prior to the the fact, right? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.